Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is adventure number 12. Glad to have you here. We are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Inglorious Bards every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Come join us. And we're also available on all your podcast platforms. Check out our website, ingloriousbards.com. And we post our YouTube videos of our live stream every Thursday on YouTube channel as well. So um, without further ado, let's get started with a recap of the session from the last adventure. In the last adventure, the defenders were in the middle of a temple buried deep in the great big pits of Mirskan, uh, the, the temple of Mansilla. And Xander got kissed! Whoa! By uh, Padik, we found out. The, the, the halfling girl who then followed up by slapped him kissed them again, worked great, and then they went through and uh, continued to battle out the rest of the elements of the temple to get to the very end where they found the Nexus key. There was also messaging inside, uh, as well as a huge chest of platinum that uh, we managed to get out of there. We followed the instructions, went all the way through Mirskan, and in a doorway in the sky over uh, an area that was a bit of a boarding house, we turned the key into the air and opened up the door to the Nexus. It is now, from what we can tell from the messages of Antoria, our Nexus and a safe haven for all of us. That is where we left off. And so from that point on, let the adventure begin. In the city of Mirskan, a senator's aide knocks on an ornate door and quickly enters. Inside is Senator Kethad, an old gaunt man wearing the official trappings of the kingdom and a scowl. He glares at his aide, tapping at his glass of wine with a long finger, waiting for the news. Senator, I just returned from the office of the writ and I have officially submitted. Get on with it already. Is it true? Yes. Senator Greyer has called a meeting of the Senate to discuss the rumors of the King's return. Kethad throws his glass against the wall in anger. <laughs> that bastard is going to have Phaon's name officially announced in the Senate Hall and force me to denounce his right to the throne. After everything I have done to claim our power, my power in Navarre, after everything I have sacrificed to ensure we have the money, we have the control, and these old fools with faded memories of some glorious past, they will just give it all back, back to a king who abandoned them? Sir, perhaps if we just wait, once the truth comes out that this is all a hoax and the king is dead, then the people... The icy glare from Kethad brings silence to the chamber. We must take immediate action, appease the masses to keep them on our side and bring violence to Phaon. First step, 
tell our loyal senators to pass a law that puts to death any old men in the city pretending to be our dead king and any, cons any conspirators of this hoax as well. Second, we announce a stop to all taxation till winter and let the people celebrate our generosity. Sir, how will we keep the treasury funded? I will speak with House Nakor. It is time they make sacrifices for all the coin they've been reaping. But the town guard, soldiers, who will protect the city? We will pay for those soldiers loyal to the Senate. For the city's protection, that experiment in tabernary with the Renarian Brotherhood, that's worked out well. And the Brotherhood has always wanted responsibility here in Mirskan. Let those priests keep the criminals in line. It won't cost us a copper. Sir, if I may offer a suggestion, it has been a while since we held Commoner's Law. A spirited competition of horsemanship, archery, and wood chopping might further distract the people. Yes, yes. And the winner makes their little decree and the people feel they have a voice. We'll show them how kind and benevolent this Senate is while we hunt down and kill Faon the moment he steps foot in Mirskan. I will burn this city to the ground before I hand it over to Faon. This is my Senate, my kingdom. Somewhere within the city of Mirskan, yet also beyond it, our heroes stand inside the Nexus, a private study and sanctuary. Amongst desks and wood paneling, Xanner finishes reading the letter left behind by the previous owner of the Nexus. Most importantly, enjoy the labor I put into my stories. While I have led a quiet life, the books I have written have made my life a constructive one. I am tired now, tired in a way deep within my bones. It is time for me to look upon my home one last time and leave this place for good. All that said, I expect I will miss you by only a season or two, but my time on this earth is over. I leave you my treasure, my nexus, my trust, and my fondest wishes. Signed, your brother, Antoria. It was dated more than 20 years ago. The group looks around at the place and each other. No one is sure how to respond. I, uh, I gather this place is ours then? Well, mine, technically. Now I'm the one with the key. Be that as it may, it sounds as though this nexus offers us respite and safety from our enemies in the city, both of which we certainly need. No trees, just an office, yet I admit a certain sense of ease of being here. Well, let's take a look around and see what we see. Then we gotta figure out what we're doing next. What would you like to do? Well, my first thought is that this place is as secure as it sounds. According to this letter, this is a really good place to hide things. Like we can stash that we don't have to carry around this Nakor key anymore. We can find a good place for it. Maybe just, there's a vault or a chest. Just how big is this place? From outside, you can't tell its size and this room is sizable, but can't hold everything we would find. Well, there's one way you find out. Jix, start just 
he walks stage left. Starts breaking through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Through the fourth wall. uh, There is a dark redwood door to the left. Next to it, also on the left, is a plain door with a black key hanging from a nail. On the right-hand side is some uh, spiral stairs of stone that head down. Uh, also in this place, there is a, um, a workshop desk. There is a writing desk. There are some books that are chained to a wall. There is also this beautiful conservatory that uh, is an extension of this room that extends out and is essentially a, a, a mini hall, if you will, that goes nowhere with a rounded corner and it's completely surrounded by glass, giving you a gorgeous view outside. That has lots of cushioning and, and, and bench seating along it. There's also a, a pedestal uh, on there with a book on it at the end of that conservatory. And uh, yeah, that's what you see. There's a fire that's already going in the fireplace. The view from the conservatory is of um, Mirskan. Uh, you head over there, Jix heads over. You have to clamber on some of these nice, fancy, uh, dark red cushion benches out the conservatory. And you can see the view out the window is not of Mirskan. It is of an ocean as far as you can see. It is a dark blue ocean of uh, uh, dark water with occasional white caps. You can look down and see that this is some uh, incredibly smooth stone that this uh, nexus structure you were on is made of. And it goes down and it just slightly goes outwards a little bit. But since it's 200 feet tall, you end up being able to see uh, quite a bit of the downward slope. Down below is a tremendous amount of waves that are just crashing and, and hitting and rolling over. But it's perfectly smooth, almost like a modern day, like some sort of hydro dam type thing or some sort of oil rig where it's just completely coming out of the ocean that you can see. And you look down uh, out the window, you can see uh, down and to the left is a roof, just a floor down. And there is a big window section there uh, that is looking down on some lower room below. Uh, It just was going to go down the stairs that you mentioned. All right. We're not in Michigan anymore. He says to no one. He's the only one in the conservatory. <laughs> hey, Xanner, hey, that letter mentioned uh, this, this workbench. You can copy some keys, yeah? Uh, yes. Yes, it does, right here. We should figure that out. Get everyone a key. I mean, okay, we don't have to rush on that or anything. <laughs> Let's look around. You head on uh, you head on down and uh, you reach uh, a kitchen that this spills into. It is a, uh, a slightly sizable kitchen with uh, a, 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 a big fi- brick fireplace. There's a fire that is currently going in that fireplace. There are pots and pans that look uh, well kept that are hanging from uh, from pegs. Also here, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Kitchen. Uh, you see, there is a small little door, maybe two foot by two foot, um, uh, in the wall, a little high, maybe around hip height. There is another door like that that is uh, further down the wall. So there's two of those doors. Okay. There is a regular sized door made of iron uh, that leads out of here. 
there is um, a thicker door here, and then there's a hallway out. There's a lot of the locations here within okay. this kitchen. Did you get just, all that? I just walked into the TARDIS, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, so first I just yell, uh, Zanner or Jix, there's a couple doors down here for you. And then I'll go into the first iron door. All right, so you have to type open door and then type go west. And then you, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, three, three, five, eight, seven, up, like down, go. down, left, right, left, right. Uh, all right, uh, you go to uh, the first door out of the kitchen. You open it up, and it opens up into a storage room that's just beyond. You see there are several crates inside. The crates are filled with dried and salted food that seem to uh, be in still great shape, totally edible. And there is also a storage chest that's wedged in the corner of this room uh, that you do not know the contents. It is closed and locked. Okay, I'll, uh, is, how uh, heavy is it when I pick it up? Um, Can I pick it up? You could pull it very slowly, sliding it on the floor. Um, I'll pull it out to make it visible, and just in case anybody else comes down, but I'll kind of continue down further if there is such space. All right, what would anyone else like to do? There was a red door as well. Uh, back up above yes uh you go and open up that door it's a dark redwood door you open it up and inside is a small bedroom it is uh with a uh, cozy looking bed it's got a wardrobe in in there it's got some table it's got some uh a, a quill with ink bottle there's some pages but all the pages uh, seem to be empty and the room looks like it was used and like the beds unmade, the wardrobes open, you can see some plain clothes that are within. Uh, you're not seeing anything that jumps out, out to you uh, as uh, valuable, but it does look very cozy. It, it's, uh, it's, it's very warm. Uh, there are pictures of uh, landscapes of different locations. It's very attractive. There's a window outside that you can again can look out and see this endless ocean. Um, so that's what you find behind that door. So, um, you know, Sildren's gonna basically, you know, check under the bed, move move the picture frames, kind of go through all the all normal right, stuff. Right. To... He's ransacking the place. <laughs> yeah, smashing yeah. the pictures over the a bed gentle post. ransacking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a show title. All right. Uh, who else would like to do something? Was there another door off the main floor? Yes. I'll check that out. Igno will check that out. All right, there is another door on the main level, and that is the one with a black key hanging from a nail. Uh, you open it, and the key just bangs on it. And inside is a uh, brightly lit room from lamps that are burning brightly. It is a room that is made of copper walls, copper floor, and copper ceiling. Whoa. Wow. There is a pole that extends out of the middle of the room that it goes maybe four feet high. And on top of that is a, a plate, a circle of copper attached to it. And that circle, a, a little plate, uh, has a slot in the middle of it. Well, uh, what's the slot look like it's for? Is that like a 
Faraday cage that 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 you're walking into. <laughs> yeah, your cell phones will not work in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can make a make an Iggy. Let's do something for your forte this time. Let's make an Arcana roll for Iggy. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> First roll of the adventure. Yeah, three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's a room. <laughs> he starts putting food on the copper yeah. plates. Gravy. Uh, yeah, you have no idea. Okay. This copper tastes awful. <laughs> uh, I'll scratch my head and walk out. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, you Save had mentioned. It. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you had go mentioned ahead. that there was a uh, key on the door. Yes. Uh, Brenros oh, just God, haphazardly man. just picked that up and. All right. Him and that key. You grab it. Um, what's what's going on, Seth? That's what I thought. I just assumed that that opened the door. So yeah, Iggy's just a dummy. You, were you looking for this? Oh no, no! You should go. Let's go try it. You're smart. You're smart, Brenros. Try, try, try it on what? What? What's in there? There's like, come here, come here. And I show him the hole in the plate. All right, uh, Brenros, you go into the copper room, and the first thing you notice, there is another key on the floor that's red that Iggy didn't spot either, and you pick that key up off the ground. You now have two keys in your hands, and Iggy's just, like, glaring at you. You pull out a third key behind his ear. (laughs) I have found found Ignal's weakness. He's colorblind. (laughs) Which which key was it? Uh, What? You had had an... uh, uh, something to be done with these keys? I they go know. someplace? Maybe. In, in the yes, center? Well, the, the black one was out there. Here, try this one. I also found this red one on the floor here. You must have uh, missed it. Let's try the black one. Oh, I missed it, yeah. So I'll put the black key in the slot. Does it fit? Uh, it, it fits into the slot, uh, but there's plenty of room to slide it up and down. And the moment you put it into the slot, nothing happens. And Brenros just watches you as you just slide the key forward and backwards. So is the plate mounted uh, and mounted uh, vertically? Yes, what? Hmm? Yes, what? Is the plate mounted uh, vertically or horizontal? Uh, it's a horizontal plate. So it's a pole that yeah. comes out of the ground about four okay. feet with a plate on top. And then there's a groove, a long groove, maybe about two inches wide and about the length, like 12 inches, 16 inches long. What do, what do you make of this, Brenros? Well, it doesn't turn like a key. You, you put it in and you keep taking it out. Have you given it a twist? It, it just like moves in there. I'll, I'll try and I'll twist it. Meanwhile, who else would like to yeah. do something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xander was really interested in the books. He, he mentioned the, the stories that were written uh, inside the letter and, and Toria did. Yeah, there's one on, on the pedestal in their conservatory or are you talking about the books on the wall? Uh, probably the one in the conservatory first, since it's not chained up on the okay. wall like the other books are, right? Yes. Yeah, Sildren's kind of interested in that too, and I'll maybe join Xander if I may. Sure, the two of you are there. And Jix. Um, and Jix. Jix Always is already Jix. there. Uh, you were there, uh, Xander. You uh, were up first. Uh, you see there, it's a there's a small podium that's at the end of the. Uh, conservatory with a great view of the ocean. There's uh, lots of overcast clouds. Uh, You can also, again, smell this, a little bit of smell of the ocean and leather and paper that uh, is throughout this this place. 
You're at the book. It does not look like a cozy place uh, to read, uh, but you're there. Um, light reveals fancy little title lettering. Uh, the book's closed, and it just says Southern Varen on it. Uh, cool. I'd, I'd like to open it. You open it up, um, and it's just a simple book about the local region of Varen, south of Maiden's Depths. Uh, it mentions a few of the local customs and goes into some detail about a strong people making a living in a tough but growing region. It goes into details about the natural environment there with some aimless ramblings about gnarled grass, willow trees, and overcast clouds. The benefit is, Xanner, you gain a plus one to society roles for the next day while trying to recall knowledge about this region. Oh, all right. And then you close your eyes and you can almost picture the place through the vivid imagery until you open your eyes and find that you are there. A damp wind blows through your hair, Xanner. Scraggy, thick grass is beneath your feet. A what? wide swamp stretches out behind you. And the smell of moss and peat hangs heavy in the air. There are Wait. dark clouds rolling overhead. Where'd everybody and go? The room you were once in is gone. You Damn. are all alone in a wide open plain next to a swamp. Hello? What? What's going on? Hello? For the rest of us, what did we see? You start chatting and suddenly you see Xanner instantly teleport away. You guys all just throw up your hands. You're like, here we go again with Xanner. Xanner <laughs> <laughs> is, he dicks starts reading. Chalk. Oops, draw a rabbit. <laughs> starts doing dicks everywhere. Uh, you start, you just see him with his hand, uh, his finger going down, reading the lines, reading the lines, and then he's shoot, gone. Yeah, does this make a sound or anything that I would hear downstairs? No, it does no, not. Okay. It's totally silent. Okay, so I have no idea. So I'm in the basement just ye eating an Sildren's going to give a loud whistle for for the group because, I mean, I, like, I, like obviously there's it, something of some import has just happened. So, well, you know, Sildren will... the key the other way, Ignor. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's, uh, what's going on out there? Why is, why is there whistling? You guys all gather around the podium. What do you say, Sildren? Xanner uh, was reading from this book and disappeared. He is gone. What do you mean he's gone? Like not Zana? present anymore? Xanner, this isn't funny. Chick stops up and and starts like looking at the page that Xanner was reading. All right, let's go back to Xanner. Hello. It is cold. You see just swamp around you. Off in the distance, there's a, several clumps of willow trees. And it is, you're, you're totally caught off guard. You can see next to you is a small obelisk that used to be about four feet high, but it looks like it was smashed. Um, and other than that, it's just this slightly mushy, ground um where it's 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 walkable but you can see behind you maybe a couple hundred yards is much more of a wet swamp okay okay what would sildren do okay Help! 
Xander starts. Looks. I'm not holding anything, right? Like the book didn't come with me. There's no podium. Nope. Just nope. that little obelisk. Uh, Xander will go and uh, investigate the obelisk real quick. All right, you look around the obelisk. It looks very smooth. You can see the former top of the obelisk lies on the ground a few feet away, and it's mostly covered over it in grass. It looks like it's been laying there for quite a long time. Uh, and you can see there's some sort of carving into the stone part of the obelisk, but it's covered by mud. And that's the only concept of anything structural or natural. Everything else is structural. There's nothing else man-made you see anywhere around here. Uh, I will, de Xander detects magic, just to you, see. Okay. What, what, what's the sound that that makes when you detect magic? No, no, no. Please, 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 no, 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 no. Xander, you detect magic. Okay. Okay, that's a good sign. There's there's something, okay. So uh, Xander will isolate and uh, and focus on, on detecting what the magic is and, and where it's coming from. All right, you walk 30 feet over here, 40 feet over here. The range is about 30 feet from you and you're able to isolate that it is the uh, the base of the obelisk where the source of the magic is coming from. Okay, so you did this. All right, how do we get back? Let's see. Hmm. I saw this I... in a movie once. Click your heels together three times. <laughs> is, that, is that what I do? I'll try it. I'll try anything. Um. It. I, I want to. I want to clarify. I was writing notes uh, and I wasn't <laughs> writing fast enough when you were saying, uh, it, "Is it toppled over? Or is it just like worn down?" No, it's been smashed, it's and smashed. so like the top third has fallen off. Okay. Uh, is there? Is it? Is it? It's a, a, a reasonable size that I could pick it up and put it on. It is a reasonable a size okay. for a reasonable person to pick up, yes. I am a gnome. <laughs> and you are not reasonable. reasonable. No, <laughs> damn it! Uh, but yeah, you can give it a shot. Uh, make an athletics roll. Just, so need a, just need a 15. Good so luck. Athletics. I can do this. It's five! Five. You have trouble even just getting it out of the mud that it's stuck in or just digging with your hands, getting all dirty, and there's just no way you can easily lift this thing up. I don't like mud. Okay. Um. Okay. Ah! You do, you do recognize, though, you've able to carve some of the uh, mud out of the way. You see that the symbol that was carved into the uh, top section of the toppled obelisk is the heraldry of the Kingdom of Navarre. Okay, so that's a good sign. I'm probably not too far away. I just, just knew where I was. Okay, okay. I have an idea. Let's walk this way. And Xander walks that way. Uh, Jix, what were you doing? You were doing something. Um, Jix hops up on the. I'm picturing like a little stand, a little, a little tiny little podium, uh, just like a, where a conductor would stand in sure. this, this pedestal. And he just starts looking up the page to see what, what uh, Xander was reading, and just starts. mud. This sounds like a place I would like. And then zoom, Jix is gone. 
Hey, remember when I asked Xander to make copies of that key? Yeah. <laughs> he is a dick. I guess that means we don't have a choice. We have to go follow up. Uh, Jix, you appear in a foreign location. You are clearly no longer in the Nexus, and you do not believe you are in uh, Mirskan, the city of Mirskan, either. It is cold, and there are clouds uh, over you. It is uh, swampy nearby. You can see some willow trees, and maybe 80 yards away, you can see a determined gnome storming off in a random direction. Uh... Oh, I, f- I found him! Hey, Jenner! Jenner! Tell me what to do. I know how to get where I'm going. I could be a soldier too. I could do survival tricks. Sounded like, you sound like a chicks. I could sing like chicks too. They don't know that. I can do anything I want to do. I'm Xander. just <laughs> starting to run over and, and just wag him down. There's like alchemical fire explosions yeah. <laughs> ripping past you. <laughs> I can do that. Whoa! And uh, Xander will turn around. Jinx! You found me! Hey! I found you! Where, where are we? I worked with you. We're here! Awesome! Um. Jix. How far away is Jix from this pedestal? <laughs> from this other little stone? About 50 yards, not that far. Does he see it? It's in between him and Xanner, I'm assuming. You are at it. All right. And then you uh, walked away after Xanner. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a slow motion running at each other like last <laughs> week. Xander trying to kiss him, you know? They run and then it's an awkward school dance. The last minute just... Oh. Xanner. What? Yeah! Where are we? We are in the swap! I think... According to the, there's a mark right here in the obelisk that says Navarre, so I think we're still in Navarre. Do you know how to get back? Uh, Jix looks down at this engraving. Uh, you look at the engraving. It is the, uh, you clearly identify as the uh, Kingdom of Navarre uh, heraldry. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know how to get back. Maybe, maybe we put this thing back together, something will happen. I was going to try that too, but yeah. I wanted to wait for somebody else because I didn't want to just lift it all by myself. I could have. I just didn't want to <laughs> uh-huh. overdo it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're here, so let's, let's do it. Right. Um, I don't know if anyone else is coming, so let's just do this, Jang. Okay. All right. So the two of you start working on this on this obelisk, trying to get the broken piece on top. Uh, Jix, I need you to make an athletics roll, and you get to add plus two for the help of Xander the Gnome. I'm adding two more. I'm helping. Yeah. uh, 15. (laughs) Oh, it's exactly 15 with a plus two. You guys get it up and it's right in there. And then it falls over the other side in the mud. Then you pick it up again and you get it just right. And then it falls towards Xander. And you go, no, 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 no. You finally get it in. And someone has to be there to hold it in place. Okay, I'm going to go right around. Uh, Okay. All right, Jix, you have it held, and Xander runs around the other side and just looking at you like eight inches away now. Uh, okay, I'm going to look through it. Do I need to make a roll for it, or do I just do I get to see anything? I, I'm looking for, like, like 
connected lines. I'm looking for any sort of thing that's not just the, the Navarre engraving. All right, make a perception roll. Yeah! That's a, that's a, that's a 16. That's a With little a low. 16. I think I'm going to spend a hero point on that, actually. Sure. And see if I can do a better perception roll. I'm going to be really perceptive. Yeah, 14. 14. You t- you take a look, you start looking closely and closely and then you do notice something and that is the sound of an elf vomiting as Idrisil arrives and the and the movement does not agree with you Idrisil. You have arrived uh, in this foreign land. What? Ah! The hell, Zana? What did you do that for? I didn't do I don't think I did it. Sorry. How did you do that? I was Why did thing. you do that? And where is Jex? He's holding the tower. Jex, let me hold that thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> and Jex just lets go. I'll just take oh, okay. it and lean on it There's like this. There's a big splat of mud. <laughs> I just lean on it like this. <laughs> okay, so now what? I was hoping you were going to get us back. I was trying to read the thing, and then you got here. If Idrisil is holding the thing, Jix runs around to where Xanner yeah. is on the other side and okay. takes a look. All right. Uh, make a perception roll, Jix. Okay. And that is uh, st- a solid 14. Another 14. <laughs> uh, you clearly identify the sound of a half-elven, uh, half-elf <laughs> vomiting as Sildren <laughs> arrives, and this movement does not agree with you, and Sildren the Druid is on scene. Our party is getting smaller. I, don't, I, don't think, I think that book is bad news. Don't read it, Brenner. Let's throw it out the window. He throws it out the window. He hacks the pedestal with an axe. He no one's ever allowed in the conservatory again. From our side, the, the sky is just rending apart with like a giant axe. Sildren, you have arrived. Um, Sildren, yeah. what's your perception? Uh, <laughs> uh, 14. Come on then. Let's let's have a look around. Um, yeah, Sildren kind of takes a quick look around, looks at the thing that they're all holding, and like okay. you know, kind of looks over Jix's shoulder. Make a perception roll, Sildren. Sildren not phased at all apparently about being in this foreign location. <laughs> 27. 27. You look it over with a very keen eye and can clearly identify there is nothing else on this obelisk. Yeah, nothing to it. It's Dang just it! this right here. Is Was there supposed to be something? Is this different? Is... In Ovish, it reads, you are here. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly... Pretzels, pretzels this way. <laughs> <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> Give me a quick, quick description of our environment again. Happy okay, to. Okay, so I was reading a little book, and then I was I was going down the book about everything about Son of the Navarre, and there's a grass bird in there, there's a whole thing about... Uh, no, 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 no. not you. Everything I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a more Game Master-related <laughs> narrator in the sky, please. <laughs> <laughs> not Color Man Xanner. <laughs> And why don't you go new, 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 new? So it's harsh. When we need someone to panic, we'll come get you. <laughs> no. What an asshole! 
Uh, you are in a scraggly bit of uneven ground. It's very mossy with thick grass. There are off off in the distance, maybe a quarter mile this way and that way and that way. There are clumps of uh, willow trees. There's uh, dark clouds overhead. Uh, behind you is a swamp, and it's cold, and that's what you see. Um. Okay. I guess, I mean, we'll wait for our group for a little while, and then if they don't appear, it's the to the trees, it would seem like. How did you get here? I read that book that you were reading, and that's what the, everybody else, that's what Jix and uh, Idrisil did as well. So we all read the book. Yep. The way to Brenros and Ignal just trying to figure out what one word actually is enunciated <laughs> like. No, I don't think it's like that at all. Maybe, maybe amongst the other books, it tells us how this thing works. Where do you think those other guys are? You think they're like out having fun somewhere? Just, they just read this, uh, as far as I know, anyway. But you give it a try. I know, I know but where'd they go? No, <laughs> Iggy is immune <laughs> to this particular yeah, mode no, of travel. <laughs> That's why he didn't want Brenros to read it because because he was going to be alone. Awesome. Yeah, I'd be alone in the next forever. <laughs> he can't leave because he doesn't have a key. Can't leave that red key. key. Yeah. No key, can't read. <laughs> Could open the door and like prop it with a rock. <laughs> and he buys a fake rock with a hole in it and puts it out in yeah. space outside the nexus. Dwarven <laughs> Uh, Brenros, uh, Iggy, you have any uh, plan? Um, yeah, I mean, I do want to go back over like where the other books are. Like, what's on the cover of the other books? Oh, on the other books, you see there are uh, essentially there are uh, four other books that are uh, hanging from the wall. They're chained in an X pattern. There's room for a fifth one, but that is missing. Um, Could I presume that the fifth one is the one that's in the observatory on the pedestal? You can absolutely presume that, yes. Okay. Does, uh, I mean, does that book look like the rest of them? It does. Okay. Clarification. <laughs> you got to ask the right questions. <laughs> chains. Uh, but, but in all, yeah, okay. Um, so then you do see names on the other books. There is one that's labeled Eastern Varen. There is one. Really, though, for him? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can read a little bit. Last, uh, little last bit. update, I got uh, a one intelligence point. Oh, <laughs> wow. I can like, you know, a little bit. There's another book that reads in fine uh, lettering, gold lettering, Northern Varen. There are two more books. These not only have chains, but they're chained more tighter and they are locked. Um, and the first book of these two is labeled Elder Sphere. And the other book is labeled Illestel. How do you spell that one? Uh, I L T R O U B L E I L E S T E L L I L E S T E L L Illestel. And there's not like another little book like uh, Sid's instruction manual or anything, is there? 
<laughs> no, uh, that went with the greatest American hero instruction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Renros, I think, like, yeah, they happened upon, like, a portal here. Well, they're not, they're not here. I would have to assume that. But how do we get to them? Well, I think we just read the words, but how do we get that? I mean... We could be fighting a dragon right now for all they know. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know where we don't know where they are. We don't know if we want to go where they are. None of these books say pub on it, so I'm pretty happy here. Yeah, we haven't checked all of the places. This is really just an invisibility book, and they're testing you. <laughs> it's just standing. Where's that side the window? Well, we can read this and 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 possibly go where they go. Stop putting your finger in the hole. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go ahead. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave, Sir Renros. <laughs> it's it's really he's challenge, challenging my literacy. <laughs> we we could just check the rest of this place out. We could get first pick our rooms. And off they go. <laughs> Meanwhile, stranded in in the middle of nowhere, uh, are our other four heroes in this strange land, standing around this obelisk with the mark of the Kingdom of Navarre. Okay, I agree. So the last time we needed to find the nexus, the key took us there. So let's take a look at my key real quick. The book was about Southern Varen. Yes, but this obelisk is from Navarre. It has the heraldry of Navarre. Okay. This, it's map time. This seems a little out of place, doesn't it? I mean, I've never seen this place. place before. And the book we were reading was about Southern Varen. Um, but this 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 signet is, is from Navarre. That's not in, in Southern Varen. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this. Well, I don't even know where I'm at, so I don't know where I'm going yet. <laughs> uh, Zana, which way is the key pointing that you just mentioned? Yeah, so Xander will will pull out the key and take a look at it, and see if it's if it's made any shapes or changes or anything. Yeah, you've been talking the whole time to Jix uh, about this. You've got the key that's kind of big size key made out of wireframe, little magical lines. You got it over your shoulder talking to Jix, and Idrisil is just snapping and just pointing at the key, <laughs> which seems to be uh, getting this weird agitated motion as you point it uh, above the obelisk. <gasps> it's done this before. Uh, Xander will, will move towards the obelisk and, and keep pointing the key towards the top of where it would have been. All right, you do so, and you uh, feel it go in, and you feel a pulling sensation, different than the door experience you had, but there's a pulling sensation. There is an opening of uh, energy, white energy, and Xanner, you go through, and there is a brief moment. (laughs) (laughs) And there is a brief moment where it remains behind before it closes. It just jumps in. (laughs) 
Idrisil I'm taking Jix with me. Idris, Idrisil was fast and he pulled Jix with him. Sildren, it closes before you're able to get there and you slam into the obelisk. Ugh. Uh, where did we land? Yeah. You all tumble out back into the conservatory as uh, you see Iggy and Sir Brenros leaving with heaps of treasure. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys spill out in the conservatory. Oh my gosh! Okay. So oh. meanwhile, Sildren is um, gonna cosplay a dead person. He's gonna like break a couple <laughs> of his arrows and like put himself over the uh, <laughs> uh, obelisk. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So it just it just like tumbles uh, with everybody back in the room. <sighs> is everyone back? Well, that was quite an adventure. Where, Zana, take somebody with you and go get Sildren back. He he didn't make it. <laughs> He's right? super serious. Just kill him. <laughs> oh, not okay. A, not a it was the dragon. We're, we're almost getting this. I, I think I'm figuring it out. Uh, okay, back to the book. No, 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 no. Too late. He's gone. Xander is gone. <laughs> that, I'm going to murder that gnome. Xander, you arrive and see that someone has murdered Sildren in the five <laughs> seconds since you've been gone. <laughs> How long has it been, children? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Ignol, I think we should put this book away. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Let's it's a get pop the up book. There's like Xander. <laughs> it's closed. There, there's a bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hand that comes trying to come out the last second that's stuck as a bookmark. <laughs> Xander pulls a flat Stanley. Uh, okay, so uh, Xander will, if if you were actually cosplaying, yeah, no. Xander will tentatively tap you. Okay, he's fine. All right. Uh, oh, 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 we did it. Okay, watch this. And Xander will take the Nexus key again and uh, point it towards the top of the obelisk. All right. There I'll is. Shove a... him out of the way and jump through the portal. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that again. Before the description can be finished, Xander is knocked aside. And Sylvan, you tumble back into the conservatory in the Nexus. Xander follows with a glare. I'm as soon as they no jump back in, uh, it just, you know, sees them putting the book away. And I drag Xander over to the key that was mentioned in the note. Uh, to the door, I should say, that uh, makes copies that Iggy mentioned earlier. All right. Where, which one is that? There's a couple locations. Uh, I think you said it's the leftmost door. You said one of them makes copies. Or in the note, he mentioned it. The workbench. Uh, you- Workbench, you guys, okay. You guys got to tell me. You're going to the workbench okay. that's in, yes, in this yes. main room. I'm dragging Xander to the workbench then. All right. <laughs> oh, jeez, come on. Calm down. I can walk. This is uh, very important now that we know what this room can do. What can this room do? All I can see is trouble. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't see. We ended up in a, a swamp area. There was an obelisk with the uh, Navarre symbol on it, but it was a little broken. It was broken down, but uh, when you read the book, it zapped us right to this uh, spot in a swamp area. The swamp. Same, the same one you're treading for checking all up around on us. <laughs> uh, it, um, yeah, go ahead, Zim. 
That is a weird question, but it's something I'm a little concerned about with our brand new Nexus. Are we tromping swamp mud all over the floor? <laughs> uh, there is no swamp on the ground. Okay. You. And there's news. no there's no swamp on your uh, fingers either, from pulling at the mud. Okay. Huh. I don't detect any swamp, but clean as a whistle as you go through the portal, I guess. I mean. It may not have been real, but you, I was, we weren't here, right? We were gone. All the more reason to put this book away. It seems to be causing trouble. Well, hang on. We, I, I was able to use the key to get us back. We put the key over the obelisk that was there and it opened up something that got interrupted before Sildren knocked me over. And then we got <laughs> inside here. It was kind of like a, it was like another door, but it wasn't quite the, quite the Nexus door. Anyway, it was really cool. I want to try it with another book. Well, what about with another key? Oh, uh, well, we don't, we, we only have the one key. <gasps> That's why we're here, isn't it, uh, Idrisil? Yeah, and he's like being held up. <laughs> <laughs> His feet he's are being pulled backwards. <laughs> he's trying to run. <laughs> Just that look of realization. The cry, oh. <laughs> Uh, Idrisil, you take him over to the workshop desk is where you said you were headed, is that right? Um, yes. This is bench. a desk of one of two desks that are in the main chamber here in the upper uh, uh, area of the Nexus. Uh, it has lots of uh, tools of an alchemical nature. It counts as an alchemical workshop with little beakers and base elements uh, and everything you would need to make alchemical items. And there's a cabinet that's located uh, next to it that is closed. You see there are some scrolls tucked into the workshop desk, but primarily it's for mixing uh, ingredients together. Jex like is very wide-eyed looking around the room. Whoa! Guys! This is a serious, serious laboratory. I I've got some experimenting to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Xana? Yeah, I, I'm trying. I don't. Okay, so uh, Xander will go to the other uh, bench, the one that's not converted to chemicals. Yeah, so what we're talking about, you guys are in the main room with all the gorgeous wood paneling. There are two desks. One is against one wall. That is the workshop desk. Xander's now going to the other, asking to be carried over to the other side of the desk. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That that desk is a leash. Yeah, <laughs> a child leash. <laughs> I took my whip out. And I'm just no, meanwhile picks up the letter. Uh, um. Antoro's letter and sees hey, it's the room on the left. That's the key room. It, that's this one? And I point Xander in that direction. There are two doors over there. One that is that Sildren one in, the dark wood one, and then the other one that's a plain wood door that used to have a black key on it. Probably this room here. I've already been in here. I don't know what it does, so it's let's, let's figure it out. I found this key on the door, and then I found this key on the floor and behind the door. So no more. (laughs) 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 If there's a key on the door, that's probably a key room. Let's take a look. You go in there, you find the same copper room I described earlier, copper floor, copper walls, copper ceiling. There is a copper pole that sticks out about four feet with a copper plate on top of it with a groove uh, and, and through the plate. 
And we tried putting the key in the middle, and it just doesn't seem to work. Um, reading, reading this, no, we need to place the Nexus key on top of it. You had the wrong key, I think. Oh. Xander will, will uh, pull out the Nexus key. Okay. And, uh, try to set it uh, in the groove on the on the copper plate. It slots in there nicely and rests. It kind of hangs off either side, but the main length of the key sits in the slot perfectly. Hey, Xander, say, say my name. Ignol Heavybringer! You say that, and there's a weird little sparkle on one side of the plate and a small, much smaller, several inches instead of like a foot long, uh, several inch key, uh, somewhat similar to the Nexus key, fades and materializes into existence on the copper plate. Uh, Thank you very much. Xander reaches down and hands it over to (laughs) Igdal, or tries to before it gets taken out from under his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was cool. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Let's go check out the rest of the place, Anna. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> He's still in the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> but his but his feet turn and start. <laughs> I uh Idrisil, you wanted one two? We should all have one, I think. That would be very gracious of you, Zana. And I put him down. <laughs> All right. Idrisil! The... Idrisil! <laughs> Idrisil is <laughs> Two keys appear. <laughs> he leans over and says, my real name is Kenny. Uh, <laughs> that's Idrisil's my stage name. Uh, you say everyone's name and create a key for everyone. And everyone, all- you now have a key. Are they all identical, or do they uh, have different uh, looks or appearances? Anything that differentiates them from each other? They all look completely identical. They look like miniaturized versions of the main Nexus key that you have in your possession. All right, cool. Uh, But you did did accidentally say Jix's name twice, and his first key disappeared. And the Ah. second key materialized. Hmm. Do they look anything like that red key that was on the floor? Not in the slightest. Okay. Janner, should you make a copy for yourself too? And maybe we'll just leave the master one here in the Nexus where it's safe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I suppose I could try it, but this is already my key, which still makes me question. You guys look at the letter. And Toria didn't leave this to us. It wasn't to Xander. It wasn't to the defenders. It wasn't even to the champions of Phaon. It was to his brother. How can we pick up these keys? How can I have this key? Maybe maybe you have a brother you don't know about. <laughs> That's not it. You're crazy. Does Jix have any um, Mirskon society uh, lore knowledge about uh, Antoria. Um, make a Mirskon lore roll. You're pretty good at that. Whoa, well, I, I guess I'll just seven. Uh, I guess I'll just hold on to these until they're called for, and Benos. drops the uh, black key and the red key into his sack. You don't want to put them. You don't want to put them on the door. That's where we found. Well, the black one we found there. I'm actually gonna take the black one. Uh, I'm gonna ask Brenros for it. 
uh, right. before he puts oh. it in his pocket. Bremnos, can you uh, hand me that black key? Hand it over. The red key goes into Brenro's sack. Idrisil goes downstairs. All right, Idrisil, you head downstairs. Uh, Jix, you with your Mirskon lore uh, have uh, heard of a, a wizard by the name of Antoria once before. The only thing you can recall, he's a very obscure reference, is he was um, part of Mirskon, uh, lived in Mirskon uh, several decades ago, and he was a loner, not connected with any guild or house or association very much at all. Didn't particularly uh, care for them. That's all I know. Okay. That's all you know. You know, <clears throat> I remember hearing about about this Antoria guy. Uh, he's a really old fart. Uh, just kind of kept to himself. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he had a brother or not, but he's probably been dead a long time. Maybe not. Maybe he just didn't. He created this and wanted to move on. He could have just uh, enabled the key for the next person to who got to it, uh, versus specifically keyed to his brother uh, to ensure that what he had created moved on if his brother was not the one to get to it, just presuming that with the notes he left, only his brother would find it. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. It seems very specific in his note, though. Or you have a relative you know nothing of. Is there there anything... Jix wants to start looking around this nexus... um, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, you got to get more specific. Just <laughs> <laughs> to look around the the room rooms, the the facility Wait, to determine I... if he Nix is Jix is wondering if by brother, Antoria meant like brother in in a, a field of wizardry or under a certain like sign or symbol or. So you're like what are you looking hook. for? He's you're looking, looking for, for any anything that would give a clue as to if if Antoria belonged to any sort of brotherhood of any type. All right. Idrisil, you are downstairs. Uh, and what are you doing down there? You have yeah, speaking hand. of uh, the letter and everything, Idrisil's kind of just mumbling to himself. Like, mm-hmm. Why don't you just give the key to your brother? Why not just, you left it in a pit at the, you left it in a temple at the bottom of a pit. What are you thinking? Who does that? And I go to that uh, storage chest and I try to open it with the black key. All right, you go there and you it is locked. Uh, you try to put the key in. There's no place to put the key in. Instead, you see there is a numeric tumbler with three numbers awaiting it, an entry. Oh, okay. No, comes up right behind them and punches three, three, three. I was waiting for punches and then... Yeah, okay, then you get punched by Idrisil for stealing his damn thunder. Is that nine times? <laughs> uh, Iggy uh, 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 scrolls through it and gets the 333 in, looks at you with a smile, and Idrisil, you push him out of the way, you open up your chest nonetheless, and Idrisil, inside, you see... Yeah, I, I pull a Jix and I just pull it away from everybody again. <laughs> you guys are such good at sharing. Uh, no, no, it, it's open, it's fine. <laughs> Inside, you see there is a small, uh, not a small, a sizable uh, sack of gold in there. I grab and it. And you, you grab it, you weight it, you <laughs> estimate it to be uh, 80 gold pieces in value. 
You also see there are uh, two other items in there. One is a small little uh, sphere, like a, almost like a marble uh, of a cool color. And the other is a stylish looking badge, maybe a badge of office. You're um, not sure uh, for what purpose though. Any uh, particular symbol on the badge that's uh, not like I would re- uh, make a Make a just... society roll, make a society roll. Okay. Never roll society. This is going to be interesting. Neros is trying to find something that is uh, helpful in the way of uh, cartography, some maps or uh, information. I got a 15, by the way. All right, with 15, you have no idea what this uh, little patch thing is. Okay, I'll just kind of pin it to myself, um, just in an obvious place, and I'll bring it up when I come back upstairs, but if there's nothing else in the chest, I'll just close it. All right, uh, Brenros, you're also looking around uh, and for anything map related in the main Nexus chamber, you're not finding anything currently, but I'll let you know. There are other, there are places you guys uh, haven't been to yet and things you haven't checked out. Anything else you want to do? I'm grabbing an apple and coming back upstairs uh, and I'll just uh, show the, present the uh, bag of everybody. And uh, or the bag, everybody. Uh, it, um, Sojin, what was that math again that we used for the platinum? <laughs> I think it's thirteen. All right, and I'll keep that extra. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll just hand out thirteen gold to everybody. All right. Unless Anna, unless you feel that we should refrain from, I'll, you just don't need your share. That's totally fine if you think that we shouldn't have this place. Why do, Why would I think that? <laughs> I'm kidding, and I flick him the extra 14th uh, coin. This, this guy! You. you have the master key, you deserve this gold. Well, thank you. Uh, Jix wants to go back to the other workbench where the alchemical stuff is. Okay. And he wants to start kind of just looking around, seeing if he can identify anything on the table. He wants to look through scrolls. He wants to just see whatever it is he can discover. All right. You spend some time, Jix, uh, quite some time. So we'll have you busy here for a while. And the end result is uh, you easily find the cabinet that is right next to this workshop mounted uh, just a small almost like a medicine cabinet but made of uh, wood you open it up and a potion rolls out and falls into your hand there are one two three four five potions that are inside this particular cabinet um you identify one, two, three. You identify all five of these potions as you are an expert at this kind of stuff. Uh, you have found a potion of um, a moderate antidote. And I'm dropping this into the group group section. Uh, you have found two elixirs of life. Lesser. And you have found uh, two healing potions, moderates, which are larger heals than the ones we just, uh, than the lesser elixirs you guys are used to. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, this is cool. Uh, Jake's for now, just puts them in his bag. All right, you're still looking at some other stuff. Uh, and you're going to be there for a little bit. Uh, what else are you guys doing? 
You said um, there's places we haven't been yet? Yeah, Xander's gonna follow Aegisil downstairs uh, to see yeah. the, the other doors down there. Yeah, I'm uh, passing yeah, him. Yeah, I yeah, point yeah, the at the doors. doors. And check this out, look. Uh, down in the kitchen, the stairs go down to the kitchen. There is a big, uh, there's an, an, a door that uh, Iggy and Idrisil have come out of to the storage room. There's another bit larger iron door off of the kitchen. There are two small little metal plates with latches on the kitchen wall. There are cupboards in the kitchen with food and stuff. There is also a hallway that extends out away from the kitchen. I'll go through the heavier iron door. All right, you open that door. It is cold to the touch. As soon as you touch the handle, you carefully open the door and inside is a cold room on what you've heard of before, normally done through nature to keep a room extra cold. This one's magically enhanced and it has uh, uh, meats uh, hanging from um, from lines that are attached uh, to uh, rings up above. There's some cold fruit storage in there and it's almost uh, almost as good as a regular freezer that's inside there. Gotcha. And the, la- the plates with latches? Oh, on the walls. Uh, you open up one of those plates and it squeaks open and inside you see there's a small little uh, wall cistern that collects drinking water. Okay. Small little pool for drinking water. And then the other one you open up and it is a small little chute that goes down. You can see a little bit of light and can hear the ocean uh, quite clearly through it. It's a garbage disposal. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Dick's ride. Okay. Who's next? Uh, Xander's gonna try another door that uh, Idrisil pointed to that wasn't open yet. Oh, there's a hallway Xander goes through. That's the last uh, way out. Weren't Go there two the small doors? Two halfling-sized doors? No, there were two panels in the wall, and then there were two doors. One's a cold room, one's storage, and then the two panels oh, we okay. just described. And, so, uh, Jix, heading down the hallway? All right, Uh, you head down the hallway. This hallway goes just a short distance. Where is it at? There we go. Uh, Pretty handy if this was a map, wouldn't it? Uh, Just goes a short distance (laughs) and the hallway opens up into an arboretum, a small 25 by 25 foot space of stone that has wooden trestles and has vines hanging from it. There is a tree that grows out almost uh, very much like an apple tree, but you don't see any apples on it. There are are some uh, 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 windows up above uh, and I'm sorry, not windows, uh, bars up above that let in air and light from above. And there are eight doors that are off of this arboretum. And you check those out and each of those lead to very simple bedrooms. Uh, and there have generic furniture in there. There's linens and stuff on there with a generic table. It looks like these rooms have never, ever been used, but they don't look dusty. They don't look dirty. Uh, they just look like someone set them up and never used them. Idrisil, uh, you also exploring around here, you uh, and Iggy, since he's trying to catch up with you and beat you to everything that you're doing, he's falling <laughs> behind. 
Uh, you guys on that hallway, before you get to the Arboretum, there's one more little sta- spiral stairs of stone that go up. You guys okay. head up there and you find the last room that you guys can locate here within the Nexus. And this is a master bedroom that is actually a uh, solarium. So it's a nice bedroom with a nice bed and an above is uh, you know a, an angled roof that is made of uh, iron bars and lots of windows that lets in lots mm-hmm. of light. Looking through there, you can look up and see above is the conservatory windows. Here it's uh, fancy uh, uh, furniture, uh, fancy uh, arrangements. Uh, the Everything looks like this has also not been used very much at all. And Iggy, you spot a a uh, little book that's located on the nightstand next to the bed. Are there any markings? Are there any markings on it? You look on the outside, there are no markings. Did you want to peek inside and read the book? Uh-huh. Iggy opens it up and it is your kind of book because it yeah. is blank. It's just blank <laughs> from one end to the other, except the front page uh, is uh, has some writing scribbled in it, and you are having trouble making sense of most of the words. They're rather large words. Okay, I'll just like there. hold hold on to it. Oh, oh, you're right there. I'll I was going to take a look I'll, at. I'll, I'll, <laughs> hand, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah. I'll take a crack at reading the book. All right, you read the little book. It looks to be some small diary that was just barely used. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a note on the front page that was scribbled in there that reads, the Nexus is exactly as I envisioned, secure and away from the rest of the world. I've been here just one night and already this is my home. I imagine spending more time upstairs than here as there is so much interesting work for me to do. I have crafted this place straight out of the waves of the creation abyss below. No mean feat if I dare to gloat. However, I must be cautious with the waves. While the clouds bring drinkable water, the creation abyss is made of incredible raw energy. While I have harnessed this ocean to create the Nexus, a section of towers, part of my early build, fell into ruin. Anything that went beneath the waves was torn apart, rendered into its component elements and spread back into the abyss. The Nexus is safe and secure, but I must always show respect to the chaotic energy below. Okay. I'll uh, close the book and give a weary, that's weird magic kind of look to Iggy. All right. Uh, is there anything in this room? So you said the window above goes into the conservatory? So I can see them kind of walking around. The the window above uh, goes to the outside, and then you can look up and see the exterior window above of the one Mm -hmm. side of the conservatory. Oh, okay, okay. That's what they saw earlier looking down. Right, right, okay. Uh, Jix, you have uh, finished your... Uh, yeah, you finished surveying the uh, workshop desk. Uh-huh. You have identified three <clears throat> scrolls that you have found within this desk as well, and these are three uh, alchemical formulas. Uh, I will drop these into the party sheet. It is the moderate antidote formula. It is a formula called the Sea Touch Elixir. And it is 
Where is it at? Where is it at? It is a uh, a formula called Silver Tongue Mutagen. And if you spend some time tonight uh, during your daily preparations for the next day, you can um, make those part of your repertoire. In addition, you realize this is a fine alchemical workshop, and if you spend time here and wake up in the morning as part of your daily preparations, you will gain a bonus of plus two to attack or an alchemical DC for one quick alchemy batch. Plus to, to essentially attack. yeah think of it like you gain a token that you can use once per day if you start here um, and it's a fine quality reagent that you've concocted and that gives you a plus two only if you use quick alchemy okay got it nice. great what else would you guys like to do um wow this place is great. It's, it's so huge. Ah, gee, so who's getting the bedroom? Is that me? Which one? Upstairs. Yeah, there's two. There's two nice bedrooms and a bunch of regular yeah, yeah. ones. You can have the upstairs bedroom, Zana. That's fine. I'll take. I'll take any bedroom downstairs. Woo! I didn't tell him about the master bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, interesting. Um, okay, so we have, uh, we've he needs a spreadsheet. Can we invent the <laughs> spreadsheet real fast? <laughs> we've never had anything like this. You guys, we can keep things here. We can, we can come back to this place. This is amazing. I don't even know where it goes to. All I know is mere gone in the swamp. I want to find out what else it can do, where we can go. Most people gonna... call a place like this home. It's not what? But Edlin home is home. Isn't well, it? What you were describing, that we keep stuff here. We can come back here anytime we want it. We're safe. I think this is uh I think this is a, a place we could call home. But is it really ours? Like Xander said earlier. Um just so on that say- note. Oh, go ahead, Seth. Antorius left it to the brother. Why are we here? Why were we allowed in? Yes! Idris is going to go outside and test his key. All right. Idrisil, you step outside the main door into the Nexus. The door opens up. There is rain. You see the top uh, third story uh, attic roof of the uh, boarding house. It's slick uh, and you take one step out of open space as far as anyone who might be looking, which is no one, and you step onto the roof onto those little metal plank slatted things. You turn around and you close the door. And as you close the door, the wooden door closes and as it does, uh, the reality of uh, around it, that little tear thing that happened when you open, you see it kind of close in almost like water rising uh, over us an yeah. uneven surface. And it closes around. You stand there, rain's coming down. You look around at the absurdity of this situation and then you <laughs> extend your key and it finds an opening and the opening cracks open to reality. There's a door there and you're able to step inside. 
at some point, I know we had a lot to do, and I know it was a long time ago, but it's safe to assume that Antori left here using that same portal you guys used. We might try to find them. In the letter, he was stating that his time was ended. He seemed that he was planning on moving on from this world. I imagine he has done so and left this place for his brother who has never come or come and gone and made no changes. Well, if his brother, his brother got here, how did we find that key back in that temple in the pit? That is true. So that would not make sense. And his brother's never found it and never been here. And he, whatever time frame he, and uh, he thought he was going to make it, has not happened. Um, yeah, I'd say unless his brother shows up to claim this, then it is ours. It, there's. I agree with Sildren. Surely we would have, if Ventoria was to leave, that was trying to leave this with a friend or a brother of his, he would have left the master key here, as Sildren suggested, and instead of hiding the key away behind monsters and mayhem. Well, his brother couldn't have gotten in without the key. If the key was in here, the nexus would be lost. Yep. And but his brother never showed up. So I'd. Why not make a copy key for his brother and leave that instead of the master key? Leave it where? Anywhere but the bottom of a pit. It makes no sense to me. If his brother's following the same clues that we were following, that's where he would go to find it. And I'm not keen to leave a key to this secure area laying around for others to find. I would say the brother is is gone and is never going to come for it. It is, by extension, unless he shows up, and we find out about him is I see no reason not to at least utilize this place to whatever good we can. Then let's utilize it. I have, who's still holding the uh, the key of Nakor? The Nakor vault key. Anybody? It's the blue one that's, that's, that's missing. Mm. I think Seldren has it. Sildren or Brenros, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it. I He's got probably... a keychain like a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Let's Jack see. Yeah, I think Sildren may have it then. Um, he'll produce it. All right. And actually, can I see that black key as well? I have a thought to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll hand that over. All right. There's a crap ton of keys going on in this. <laughs> Um, so right. Sildren will go over to where the black key was hung, the, the, the door where the black key was at. Okay. Close that door. All right. Insert the black key. Into the door. Yeah. I mean, does it have a key lock? It does no. not. It okay, had a peg not. that the key was hanging from. Okay. And nowhere on this door in the general area looks like there's anything that that key would slot into. Correct. Okay. I'll come back and hand the black key back to mm. Indra Selmila. All right. Mind. Does that key maybe fit the books that are locked up? 
That I don't would... know if you guys have looked at those, but there's two books that are that are locked up that hmm. should the remain big brain on Iggy, yeah. I've been trying to open them this whole time! His uh, <laughs> teeth are bloody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, Sildren will take the black key over and see if one of them uh, opens it. All right, uh, there's uh, two locks here. You uh, jab the, what was the black key, you said? Yeah. Uh, you jab the black key into one, and it unlocks the lock of the book, and then the key fades away into dust and falls dust-like to the ground, gone. Shit. Xander, uh, I think you broke it. I didn't even, it isn't. <laughs> which, which, which of the one? two books did you unlock? Yeah, which? Uh, let me see where these books are. Where did I? Elder Sphere or the Elestal. There were the other unlocked books, though. It really, really matters. This is a very it important. Probably book. does. That's the scary part. <laughs> Roll <it to> twenty. <laughs> Just Elder Sphere. Elder Sphere has been unlocked. Uh, Brenrose, to answer your question, there are chains uh, that are not locked around the uh, book labeled Eastern Varen. There are, there's no lock around the book labeled Northern Varen. Now there is no lock uh, for the book labeled Elder Sphere. There is still a lock for the book named Illestel. And then there is another set of chains that is open and has no lock, then no book. Do we want to try attempt to unlock the Illestel book with the red key that we have remaining? Mm. Still, there's, does there's a reason there's a locks on them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, does that ring a bell, like either Elder Sphere or Illestel to Sildren at all? The Elder Sphere, it was mentioned, uh, as having some part to do with the artifact of the Exiled Blade. Renros just chatters this out in the what? back while he's... <laughs> <clears throat> while he's what? <laughs> while he's just milling about like he's just he's looking around the room and while they're saying you know what is the elder sphere and then oh, he's right. just like blah, 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 blah. he's ranting into himself wait 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 what did you say hmm the, what did you just say you mentioned the elder sphere yes it says that on the book what did you say about it there was knowledge that was passed to us about uh, this being uh, uh, from the, uh, the the feathered sage, the the exiled blade, powerful artifact that he was finding at that time. Oh, look, another book. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Reading is fundamental. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I can go twice as high! <laughs> Take a look! You're in a book! You're in a book! <laughs> Reading hell! Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, Igno wants to go down to the kitchen and uh, see if there's a... Uh, like a, a tap or some sort of uh, 
alcoholic uh, beverage nook. All right. Uh, Iggy is on a hunt. Uh, Brenros, in your milling about, you have spent some time at the other desk that is the writing desk. Uh, You just, I wanted to mention the quick note that you see there is a book that has been partially through the binding process that is completely blank. It just looks like uh, someone never finished uh, crafting the the core book itself. There's no writing, just the binding of it. Hmm. Also in this writing desk, you found three scrolls that look to be of magical writing in nature. You cannot discern what they are. And you find uh, another note written here in the same penmanship as the other notes you have found around this place. Uh, This note reads the following. It appears to be instructions regarding keys again. And it reads, if any of the slave keys are lost, you may hold your Nexus key in your hands and speak the word lock to remove all slave keys anywhere in the world. Should you ever lose the Nexus key, you may speak the word return three times and a new Nexus key will be reforged and in your presence shortly. And when the time comes that you decide to leave the Nexus behind, choose the new owner of the Nexus wisely, but know that there are risks in doing this. Pass the key on to another good soul, speak the word gift, and the next person to use the Nexus will be its new master. Failure to plan for this will result in the key fading from all of time and the Nexus being lost forever. Is there an address we send this warranty card into? (laughs) (laughs) Is that for everybody? Do do, do we all get that? Brenro says it aloud. All right. I just happened to find this here. This this writing seems to be about the keys. And some other writings here. uh, I'm I'm sure they're not meant for me. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving them here on the table. They're, they're bound. They're very pretty. Uh, they look like finished works, but uh, I, I don't think I should touch them. What? What are you scared of? Scrolls on the on the uh, table. There's right. scrolls. I can't really discern much of them. We should have looked at this note on the writing desk like thirty minutes ago. Well, it's been here the whole time. <laughs> Answer so many questions. And Xander suddenly has like this uh, weight of guilt and uh, a little bit of concern that he may have had a distant relative that he kept putting off and just kind of like has this like relief of like, okay, wasn't lied to my entire life. That's good. Uh, You do that and you give a little crisp high five to Iggy who comes up the stairs, but Iggy does it half-heartedly as he looks very sad as he comes back up. What's the matter, buddy? Iggy is not paying you any attention whatsoever as he walks through the room and is not doing anything or listening to anyone that's happening in the adventure. And Iggy <laughs> takes 17 points of damage and finds 3,000. Hello, Seth. <laughs> Seth, are you joining us? I was writing down the stuffer. <laughs> writing down the letters. Can All right. Shit to me? All right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you were dead. That's what we were saying. No. Oh, um, hopefully found, by beer intakes. No, you found nothing. You came up sad and depressed. You found nothing. Well, well the Pornhub logo is backwards in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these notes. Yeah. 
scrolls? They're, they're right here, please. Uh, you look at the scrolls, you need to uh, spend some time. Xanar goes off and spends some time with the scrolls. Xanar, you easily identify these scrolls as magical scrolls. Magical scrolls. You're able to identify, I said three, right? Where are they? Yeah. They are scroll of stone skin, a scroll of stinking cloud, and a scroll of fireball. Ooh. That one looks particularly dangerous. I am dropping them into the party group. The scroll of stone skin and a fireball, I believe, are both primal. So either you or Sildren can use them because they're from your school of magic. However, stinking cloud uh, also is primal. Yeah, you're good. You can use all of them. Neat. Hey, Sildren, do you want to have the scroll of fireball and see how awesome it is? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> and I start reading it immediately. All right. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this. <laughs> that's, that's just what we need. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting to see it. I want to see it. I want to see dueling fireballs. I want to see how that goes. No, I, I, I will take it and um, like it. put it away. All right, you can pull them off the party inventory. Xander, uh, you spent about a good hour and you were able to help identify several different items the group has found. In particular, you ask Idrisil from the ba- for the badge off of his uh, cloak. Was and you were, you were able to identify it as a magical item called a diplomat's badge. Uh, this is an item that's worn. Uh, it lasts uh, forever. And it gives you a permanent plus one bonus to diplomacy skill rolls. And in addition, once per day, you can make a recall knowledge about a um, a non-human ancestry or a group of people, you know, like elves or Navarian people. And uh, if you get a successful recall knowledge about that, you get a plus two additional a uh, bonus to diplomacy checks with this item. Fancy. Oh. Wow. You were also able to identify another item and Sir Brenros produces, I think it was Sir Brenros. Yes, he finally produces the red key uh, from his groin area in his pouch. And it's a little <laughs> disorienting when the gnome was just going, no, 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 going around you, coming around. It's right there. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> my magical athletic support plus two. Uh, and. <laughs> Uh, you are able to identify after spending some time with this Xanner. It is a magical item called a skeleton key. Uh, this is a permanent item that uh, can be used in place of thieves tools. So it doesn't look like you have sneaky looking thieves tools. It just looks like you have a key and it gives you a plus one bonus to uh, an attempt to pick a lock. And uh, one more thing. Once per day, you can uh, use it and say its command word and get the uh, a plus two bonus as though you cast the knock spell, which helps you unlock doors. So it's very good at unlocking doors. It's not 100%, but it's very good. Gix nice. rolled a jealousy of 17. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
And finally, if that's not enough, you identify one more item, and that was the weird uh, marble that I think Idrisel had. Is that I right? I have it in my hand. And well, I you have I it. Give it to Xander, but I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah, you're right there. <laughs> uh, and you are not able keep the badge. to keep the badge. <laughs> you're not able to identify that one, unfortunately, Xander. Soldier uh, mm. able to. Uh, let me make a quick roll. What? I have your skills. You are. Uh, possible Sildren critically identifies this very easily. Nice. Sildren grabs this and just has this big smile go across his it. face. <laughs> <laughs> As this is uh, the most powerful item the group has encountered so far in oh, our shit. campaign. It's very simple. It's considered a permanent invested item, but I consider it a consumable. So think about that. It's a consumable item. That's the most powerful thing. Want to rethink that eating it there, Sushin? <laughs> I'm good. Consumable. It's its way down. All right. What this is, is it is a mysterious, intricately cut uh, stone that is magical in nature, and it is known as a Aeon stone. And it is used to uh, uh, go around your, it floats around your head very slowly, which can be seen in some magical circles as a sign of uh, prominence and importance. Um, And it can do one function. And the function of this stone is that whenever you would... Uh, die from the dying condition, the stone activates, turns to an inert stone, no longer useful, and reduces your dying level down one step so that you don't die. So instead of, what did we do, dying five, it would stop the dying five, take you right back to dying four to give you one more shot at life. Wow. And finally, if you happen to not just have it slowly floating in your, around your head, which might attract thieves, let's say, and you happen to be the, where, the rare wielder of an item called, I see Chris smiling already, the Aeon Watch, the Aeon Watch can contain the stone secretly. And if it is within the stone, you gain the benefit of a first level heal spell once per day to cast out of it as well. Oh. I know what this is, and Sildren will um, uh, open up his watch and like pop it in. It's like it is literally built for this. And close the watch and like kind of subtly, kind of like wander away with it. <clears throat> Wearable That's tech. awesome. Yeah. Idrisil, how good are you at thievery? Um, not as good as me. Not as good as Jax, but... I don't think anybody's as good as Jax. Jax, you should get the skeleton key. This really? Is gonna make, I mean, for opening doors, other than this, I've got a Nexus key to open every any kind of door. This will open everything else. Okay. And then maybe pass your tools on to Idrisil, because I don't think he has thieves' tools. Is it a one-time use, the key? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Let's let's do that. Okay. <laughs> if you don't mind. If we diversify, we'll all have different skills. Speaking but of diversifying, <laughs> damn. So, no, no. Yeah. What's your diplomacy? I'm not. Gonna, I'm not trying to take it, but I just want to know. Oh sure, yeah. No. Uh, as it is right now, it's a 14. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'll come in great use. I think Jix's thieves' tools are in 
not in his dimension. They're part of you. <laughs> they're in my they're skin. Like a, they're like uh, a, not a, what is it called? Like a, like hunted shot is my affixed thing. These tools are part of your repertoire. Uh, I'll have to look at that later, but we'll get them to you. Go. I'm gonna put these tools. Um, I've got one dropped into the group party. There you go. Um, for the um, as far as the uh, the the placement of the uh, uh, the hometown of Sarvid, where in the general vicinity of Varen would that be? As far uh, as eastern, northern, so forth. Yeah, I'm going to bring up my map to give you an accurate thing. It is to the south um, in the uh, Kingdom of Fave. And I think I've got a map somewhere. Here we go. Uh, the town of uh, Sarvid is uh, there in the Kingdom of Thave. So you guys are on the western side of your Kingdom of Navarre. South of that is the Kingdom of Thave. Sarvid is kind of the one of the most northern towns of the kingdom to the south. Hey guys, where is the king right now? Don't know. No one knows. It, just a thought, a way to use these portals um, is if we can find the king and we can get him in close to one of the portals from the other side, we can easily bring him and his men in through the nexus uh, and get him directly into the city safely. Uh, if and when that would be beneficial. Just something to That's ponder. That's a great idea. Chicks. Yeah, it's a really good idea. <laughs> there is also the issue of the chalice. And Brenrose thumps down the book of Southern Varen uh, onto the are pedestal. There, are, are, uh, I'm, I'm not the one to answer this by reading, but are there different portals for different you know, like you guys read one page of Southern, but are there different portals in the Southern area? Like if you go to different pages? We didn't try it, but we can. Um, Jix has been trying to connect the dots. There's, there's an Eastern and a Northern book chained to the wall, not locked, but chained. The Southern was on the pedestal. The, there's, or sorry, there's an eastern and northern chain. There's a, what seems like in his mind, there should be a western book as well. And he's wondering if, uh, and, and Toria took the western book with him and went to southern, um, Beren. And it really just wants to process that and, and think about why that would happen and, wonder if he's still around and why he's still around. You guys see Jix uh, scratching his head deep in thought. Oh, well, I, I would just assume it's lice, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have some ideas around that. So one... He pops open your thought bubble and climbs inside. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> no magic! <laughs> um... So on the t- on the workshop, there's a book over there that's completely blank. 
maybe been used for Western Varen, but we are in Mirskon. Which is in Western Varen. Actually, that's not true. Technically, we're in the Nexus. The Nexus has it. We, we, yeah, we, we understand what you're trying to say. But maybe he took it so that he could get back here from somewhere else that doesn't that doesn't have one of those those podium things that we found. There's no spot on the wall. There's yes, always, there's, there's an a, empty one. Yes, for the Southern Varen. If we put that in there, ta-da! Five books, five spaces. Easy peasy. Is there a map of Varen and or um, th- distinct maps of each region, Southern, Western, Northern, anywhere in the I've been looking. Yeah, Brenro says, no, <laughs> I've been looking forever. <laughs> there are none. No. That uh, blank book on the desk, does that look the same as the rest of the, like the Eastern and Northern? Yes. Okay. Uh, Southern will flip through the, the Southern Varen um, book and, you know, without really kind of like, like speed reading. So hopefully not enough to maybe, maybe <laughs> pick up a portal. The, maybe take it off the pedestal. Seldren is banished in pieces. To- yeah. Um, <laughs> That'll teach you to speed read. Just read kind of flip through content. to see if there's different descriptions of different areas to see if maybe that's like like the theory being presented is accurate, that, that this book will take you to multiple locations in Southern Perrette. All right, you start uh, flipping through pages and reading, and you uh, have the book on the pedestal. Is that correct? I'm going to pick the book up off the pedestal. All right. Uh, It reads uh, like a traveler's guide of, uh, but it's more natural history and uh, a little bit of culture. You hear references of other things, but you are not pulled into any other um, location. But it seems like it is describing different areas with each new section or whatever okay so i guess what sildren will then be looking for is uh trying to find the location closest to the chalices which is it's not selwood i keep wanting to say selwood servide uh so any description that reminds him of servide or relates to it talking about the you know sure uh, the closest you can find is uh, a mention of the town of uh, Kethon, uh, far to the south. That's as far west as you can get, which is still much further from Sarvid than you guys are currently. Okay, so that, that would not be a benefit then. Correct. Okay. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to try this one now. Xander runs over with the Northern Varen book. All right. And opens it up and starts to read. Xanar, you open it up, you start to read, and Xanar disappears. Bunch of shaking heads, guys. Is is there a lensing effect considering the southern book was still on the pedestal and he put the. Uh, no, uh, it was the southern one was taken off. Xanar, uh, you find yourself reading about a uh, a a, lo- a a grand island to the north of Varen, surrounded by uh, gorgeous trees and fair winds, and you find yourself suddenly in that spot. 
your nostrils are filled with the scent of pine. You are particularly cold and rubbing your arms. It is very cold here, but this area is dry. You look around, there are, this is almost like a, 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 some of the Scottish uh, hard mountains where you've got uh, green grass, but then you've got those harsh rocks that stick out of it from time to time. Uh, it looks like some rugged terrain. You see there is a small uh, obelisk sticking out of the ground that is perfectly intact, and it has the heraldry of Mirskan, uh, Navarre, uh, on it. And uh, you can see off in the distance, there are some trees. You can see there is an ocean of uh, a couple miles behind you. You can barely see it in some of these hills. And you can also hear, after you're there for a little bit, looking around in amazement, you can hear a boom sound. And then a boom. And a boom. Oh my gosh. Boom. Okay. Sander takes Boom. his key and uh, points it back over the, the obelisk. All right. And Xanner reappears, shivering and looking a little nervous. Where'd you go? Yeah, we're all just tapping our toes. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, was it? It was cold. It was it was an island just like I was reading about. There were rocks and grass, and it was really, really rugged terrain. And there was this... I don't know, this large boom, this hammering sound that was going over and over again from everywhere. What's the name of the place you're reading about, little buddy? Northern Varen. <laughs> it's just not specific place. Oh, just... ah! Xander will, will scroll back through to see if he can see like a chapter title. All right, uh, you disappears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you read the uh, you, you uh, glance back. I skipped over that part. Uh, the writing does describe, in particular, uh, the uh, glorious Byzerin Empire. The Byzerin Empire. Oh. Hey, Tom, we real should leave that book alone. Yeah, uh, real quick the. You said Kazir is the closest place that I could figure out. Is that correct? Uh, no. Kathon. Kathon. Okay. Thank you. This is so amazing. Cannot find Kathon on the map anywhere. See it either. It is in Zexa. A forest in the north. Copy. <laughs> some some good research you guys got going on there. <laughs> it does seem like um, Idrisil is almost our our like land. Uh, you see, you seem to know Varen pretty well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Like I find, I find Waldo nine out of ten times. Thank you. <laughs> Almost as if in my long mysterious past, I might have traveled some of this land. Indeed. Okay, I'm gonna start putting stuff in my room. <laughs> he goes from yeah, so now suddenly. wizard traveler to a a kid getting his new house, beating out the other siblings. Not only that, it's like I don't think we should. Do you think that he might come back someday for his key? And no, it's mine. 
dibs on the bedroom. Um, that um, uh, region you mentioned, Tom, uh, that Xander found himself in? The Bicerin Empire. Bicerin, okay. Old Empire. Old Empire. Okay. All right, Xander, you're grabbing a room. You're just grabbing one of those eight rooms down below or something else? Uh, I'm going to grab the uh, little side office room. The, 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 right the here. Red door, yeah. the one right up here. Yeah. All right. That looks uh, small and definitely cozy. Just Xander's like me! Jumping up and down in the bed and happy. <laughs> Were there still, like, clothes in the dresser and stuff in that room? There was a wardrobe with some clothes, yes. That's a little weird. Jake's supposed to go in there and, and look at the clothes. All right. They appear to be um, plain, not particularly interesting, maybe uh, Jedi-ish with the plain, simple robes, plain colors, you know, like maybe a, a darker brown with maybe a white undershirt type vibe. They are normal, medium size, you know, human elven size, and uh, they are almost uniform in color. They're just almost like uh, Albert Einstein, slight variations. Uh, nothing jumps out at you. And there's no magic on them. Hmm. I already checked. Uh, Xander will start actually uh, kind of shifting things around and uh, and and finding stuff to store. Okay. Anything and screaming outside the door. Anything that we want to secure in case we happen to get jumped for something, we should leave it here, like the Nakor key. Or other stuff, if you guys don't want to carry it with you, just say it, okay? Good idea, buddy. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Idrisil is just continuing the conversation about Faeon uh, with Sildren and then anybody else who's there. Uh, so we don't know where he is, but we know he's returning soon. We should check up on that letter we sent the senator. Indeed. Um, and then if we can also, we need to get to these chalices, the, the final chalice. Um, where was it again? Savid. Okay, Savid, that's good. I know where that is. And um, there was some person that, um, the gentleman in the manor, Yandamore, told us we should find and seek out. Who was that person? It was a woman, I believe. That... On the way to um, find the chalice, we might venture out and seek her as well. Lady, Lady Tomodron. Yes, yeah, yes. Um, she is the one that holds some sort of power over, like basically she's <laughs> held the king's vote in, in absentia or something of that nature, from what I understand. Well, certainly we could use some some of her help. I imagine if things, whether or not things go well with, with that senator. I think we have to be. approach her delicately because she is in a place of power and has very little reason to trust or go with any plot or plan that we might have. Um, Xander jumps out the door, Kramer style, 
and shows off his very shiny diplomat's badge. <laughs> nice, buddy. Good job. <laughs> he just goes, whoa, I'm out, and slaps money down on the counter. <laughs> oh, my. I'm just saying we can talk to her. Really nice, like. Indeed. Um, and then we need to get to Sarvid, I believe. It is unfortunate we have not been able to find Raineth. Um, he is somewhere in the city. I would... suggest we deal with him before we leave, but we keep adding on more and more things to delay the... <clears throat> the final chalice, which I do not like. Some of us, some of us go after that last chalice, and some of us stay here. That's a lot of silence from the group on that. I noticed. (laughs) Well, Jix, you know how this box works. You just stay here. (laughs) (laughs) I was rolling that ride. If we were to separate, then I would certainly have to go with the chalice. Time is uh, advancing quite steadily. I fear we might be running out of it. This presents a wonderful opportunity to uh, find this chalice. The king will certainly make his way, but... I don't think it's a good idea for Iggy to stay in the city among any of us. I agree. We're not in the city as long as we're here. he can't he can't be made to stay here forever jix of course not there's no ale here (laughs) (laughs) i say we go find the chalice brent roche is right we we probably don't have much time left we don't know what kind of evil that chalice might be bringing now perhaps stop by um yandamore and get a proper location on lady Zamadrin, and stop by her place on our way or afterwards if it's just outside the city in the vineyard country. Yeah. We should also let him know that we were able to contact the senator. I don't think he even's heard that yet. Right, so. Really okay, let's... invest in homing pigeons. <laughs> Idris still still wet from all the rain out there, so I say that we stay inside, <laughs> we have a really good meal, and uh, sleep it off, and then we'll go in the morning. That good plan. All right. So (laughs) just go downstairs and see what's cooking. And um, Sildren will look through uh, the every unlocked book that there is without it being on the pedestal. (laughs) Okay. um, And try to get like a reading on kind of where all these places are. Um, I would probably do well to read the Northern Vren, if you don't mind, this evening. There are some spots in that book I would like to check out. Indeed. Not travel to, just read. Very specific checkout. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, you guys spend the night. You grab some rooms. Is anyone taking the uh, Solarium uh, Master Room? Sildren is saying yes. Uh, Idris is I'll saying fight you yes. for it. I went downstairs first. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Master was. Um, 
I would like to watch that fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Xander took the the the, the main Small. chamber studies. Oh, bedroom. off the. Uh, yeah. off the okay. Sildren's actually gonna kind of make himself a little spot in the arboretum. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like kind of out out, right. out of the way and and. You know, first off, when he sees the arboretum, he throws himself down on the ground and starts like rolling around like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And then finds a spot to, you know, like basically he's going to kind of fashion the, the, um, um, uh, the you know kind of like like the pine branches or whatever the oh yeah the vines cut the tree down yeah, yeah, yeah I got it not 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 cut the tree (laughs) down. It's like an orangutan. He's going to come in and just nestle in. Uh, I need Sir Brenrose. Make a society role for uh, researching that book, unless you have any other lore stuff. I do have particular lore in the Bizran Empire. Oh, okay. Make that roll, and I will. That'll get you access to more specific information. Very cool. Uh, 19. 19, not a high roll, but it is a specific skill, so that gives you uh, some more information than normal. You have identified uh, the location that uh, Xanner described uh, and where it's written in the book for uh, Northern Varen, the destination being the Gleaming Isle. This is a huge, uh, a sizable island that's in the north of Varen, that is not too far away from the uh, largest elven city of Ethlien. It is uh, north of a, of a three kingdoms that have been pretty much left in ruin. You also know, let's see, the Gleaming Isle has some sort of uh, importance to the elves of Ethlien, but you cannot recall what it is. Fair enough. Uh, Sildren, what were you doing? You were, you were reading something as well? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking through the other books. Um, just trying to get, uh, first off, um, I do approach the, uh, one, the Elder Sphere book with some apprehension, but I do look through that as well. So just basically getting kind of general knowledge so that I have some familiarity with, with All each right. of these locales as soon as you pick the elder sphere book out of its chains that you unlocked it throbs and shakes um can i put it back in the chains you can you cannot <laughs> lock it but you can put it back in the chains i just recognize that my eyebrows went really really high up when i saw that everyone else <laughs> is doing the same thing <laughs> Really high eyebrows. We have a monster book of monsters. Yeah, and and it and and Elder Sphere and Entropy Sphere sound a lot alike. So I'm 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 just gonna... <laughs> very concerned from season one. <laughs> just gonna put that away. <laughs> okay, uh, you do read the other book, which is Eastern Varen, and you can make a, a nature roll, please. Alrighty. Nature. Uh, getting there, almost there. Nature roll 22. 
Well, the 22 you're able to identify from the writings, it is describing some part of the Iron Lands. This is a dry, deserty, uh, dusty environment to the far east of Varen. It's not named that, uh, but you're able to piece together the description. You're not sure exactly where, um, but that is where you believe this book references. Very good. Uh, you guys wake up the next day. You are refreshed. In a quick section. Uh, yes. It's about the uh, the banging that Xanar uh, uh, heard. Would uh, Renros be able to identify what that might have been? Uh, describe the banging one more time for me. It was the boom, boom, boom when he went oh. to the northern brand. Uh You do not know. All right, it's the next morning. You guys are geared up, uh, happy. I think our plan is to sneak out of town, yeah? Yeah. Wait, aren't we going to uh, to Lordy Endemore? For what? Give him an update, get information on Lady Talmadron. To, 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 Lady Talmadron? Mm-hmm. And, uh then head towards her place on our way to Servide. Uh, it makes sense to give him an update. I think we already know where Tamaldrian is. Are we going yeah. to talk to her before we go get the last chalice or on our way back? I would say if it's on the way, we go. If it's not, we talk to her when we get back, would be my thought. Getting more uh, quests in our quest log right now. Yeah. It's not exactly. Uh, I maxed out three. Smartest move. <laughs> like uh, I said, if she's on the way, perhaps we visit her. If she's not, then I would suggest we delay that until we are returned. Chicks, but we should like visit Yandamore to give him an update. Yes. Kix would have liked to have gone through those three scrolls of formulas. Okay. To get they're those. added to your repertoire. Thank you. Done. All right, you guys head out of the Nexus, and you were headed where initially? To Andamore. Okay. You guys head out there, and yes, we are traveling incognito. So I would say if we have some. Uh, sneaky Steve's, I believe. Maybe have Iggy take one and or have one on hand. They, they only In last ca- like ten minutes. Iggy should have one on hand, maybe as a you know in a in a in a in a paper bag or something, um, so that if this, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so that if we are getting Just approached, my juice. <laughs> so if we get approached by like you know uh, people that we know, like some yellow robes or something like that, we give a little. Hmm. A little cough, cough, like mm-hmm. a little garbage juice, and yeah, exactly. Right. So, how many do we want? Um, I'd say maybe two, one even might be good, just for Iggy. They come in pairs. That's the only way. Two, I do it. one for uh, Iggy for House Vast, one for Jix for House Everybody Else. Mm. <laughs> All right, off you go. Okay, and just making sure before we leave. All of the super scary valuables are here, right? We've locked them up. We're not bringing them with us. The key to Nikor's vault, I think we should leave here. A good idea. All right. I agree with that. Um, there's nothing else that I have that yeah. I think needs to be left. 
No, Brynros has been ransacked, so he doesn't have anything anymore. But was it gently? No, it's never gentle. It doesn't All right. That way. The key is left behind, and you guys leave the Nexus. It is raining uh, with a slight drizzle only as you step out. The the smell of the ocean and the the leather and the paper immediately gives way to the more urban, I'll say pleasantly, smells of the city of Mirskan. There's a wagon three stories below you that you're kind of stepping over the space of because you're stepping out of nothing onto the roof with these metal planks. Um, they're a little slippery, but you're fine. You all walk out and are walking across this roof. Thankfully, no one's looking up to see you. You walk along these planks and head towards the uh, the Widow's Walk, which is the white railing kind of platform that's like a, a, a flat, long balcony, wide balcony on top of the roof that the planks, uh, the metal planks, I keep calling them, head towards. And as you walk there, you see there are two well-dressed men standing in this rain, staring at you. Up above, like on our level or down below? On your level. They are on the Widow's Walk that you're heading towards that you then have to go through a, a, a door to get down into the boarding house itself. They are blocking the path down. Who's Who Who went first? Uh, I'm guessing Idrisil. He likes to lead normally. Uh, yeah. And... Um, uh, Jix, you recognize these guys as uh, men who belong to the magical house Relmar. The uh, rain uh, is falling also around them as though there is some sort of invisible barrier around each of them. And how far away? They're like... They're like 30 feet away. You just kind of came around some sort of attic uh, window type thing, and you're walking along these plate. You're heading towards the Widow's Walk platform to then go in the door and get down into the boarding house, and they're just standing there with the rain falling around them. So they watched us come out of the Nexus. No, they cannot see that. Oh, okay. The Nexus, your path goes around different sections of this uh, steepled little uh, roof. But they have seen us at this point. On the roof. Yes. Okay. Okay. But they know nothing about the Nexus, or okay? Correct. Um, okay. <laughs> guys, I, I thought you were saying literally, like I opened the door and it's like, oh, hi! <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, so you stepped out a second ago, and it's like Fifth Element, and they just have a, a, a picture of the hallway. Smoke <laughs> you, <laughs> guys. These are some of well, um, rail, rail marsh goons. Okay, yeah. So Idrisil's instinctively gonna like. Put a couple fingers on his bow, but not totally uh, make notice of anything. Yeah, I think there's probably going to be an obvious tensing of the group whenever we see them. Um, let's. Yeah. Does Jix <clears throat> think? Looking at anyone seeing that the rain is not actually hitting them, does Jix think they're actually here? Yes, you see the rain hit and go around them as though they have some uh, protective shielding from the rain. Okay. Um. Let's go have a conversation with them as it seems inevitable. Hi, guys! Jick says, and we will take our break there, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Hey, everyone! Did I tell you about that time that I blasted a whole horde of undead with burning hands and totally accidentally almost killed a teammate? That was me! <laughs> Good times! And if you remember that too, please jump over to patreon.com slash inglorious bards and give us gold to help me do it again! 
No! You are standing there on the roof, and those two guys are on the uh, flat balcony-type portion that are blocking the way. One of them speaks to you. You guys are kind of almost like a hiking trail, if you will, of planks that are curving around this roof with Idrisil in the lead. It is not a good tactical vantage point to be at. Uh, And uh, one of the men speaks, and he says, Good morning. My name is Enpator, and we must have a peaceful discussion now. Uh, good morning. My name is Jex, and we're, we're just we're just heading to the we're just we're just going to get some breakfast. <laughs> I knew you're gonna fail any deception roll I ask you to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are technically going for breakfast, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I see you have found it. The breakfast spot? Yeah, we were there yesterday. They have great uh, lizard and waffles. Um, the the mermoshas were, were quite tangy. And um, the selection of fruit, excellent. We've never had such a variety. And Idrisil, you recognize this guy. You have encountered him before in your dream. In a dream of mine, perhaps? Yes. So I am immediately going to uh, hunt prey on him. All right. Which doesn't really give anyway any signifier or anything like that. I'm just uh, making a note of him. I'd like to... Except for your red glowing eyes. Yes. Um... Gosh, what do we want to do here, boys? Well, let's have a conversation. Yeah, Idrisil's just going to look <laughs> exclusively at um, the one that he recognizes um, and just say in the rain, speak plainly, friend. I would ask the same of you. You've found it. We've heard over many years it is a place unlike any other in this city. Have the tails held up? Whatever rumors you might have heard, go completely unfounded, to my knowledge. It's beautiful! (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing! It has different... Oh, you can eat crab legs, chocolate fountain, crepes, um... What else do you like? Fruit? They have a little fruit tart. Um, he ignores else? the goblin. Benedict. He says, the laws of Lyracale prevent us from taking action or even threatening you to claim the Nexus for ourselves, no matter how long we have waited for it. I trust you do not take anything said here as a threat. Well, we that, choose to That'll not- depend on you, friend, I think. You were saying something, Xander? I, I was simply saying that we we choose to acknowledge that you are not threatening us. Did you have a question we could answer? Indeed. Uh, I will state that an agreement was made long ago with Antoria, the creator of the Nexus, and he promised us this place when he passed. And that is an agreement he has broken, 
but we are still bound by. I feel it is only fair for you to honor that promise now and relinquish the Nexus key to me. He hasn't passed. What makes you think that? I will honor the agreement that Antoria made with you in the following sense, that the day that we pass, the keys can be left to you and the house in the same fashion as when he did. You see the other uh, guy standing next to him, also in his own little uh, protective sphere, uh, looks a little bit agitated and looks like he's halfway through one action of casting a spell, but the other fellow, uh, Impator, holds out a hand. Yeah, it just so sees his hand uh, go up and like to calm his friend, and he makes notice of that and just says, you seem to not be entirely truthful and to more and Bator. sorry he says i speak the truth as i have uh, with you at all times and i agree to this it is not to my liking but i fear that i have a little alternative and if master gnome you would swear a pact that upon your natural demise the Nexus key would then fall into my possession and bind that pact here in my book of laws, then we will be on our way. For that, hold on for just a moment. Let us have a quick discussion. <laughs> on the roof, in a line on weird little planks, they turn around and kind of get a little closer with rain coming down. I'm not opposed to what you're stating, Xander, but we should get something for this. And what prevents them from just yeah. murdering us and uh, making good on this promise? You did well, say they're... natural demise. He nods. I still don't trust them entirely. So. Yeah. No. He can't guys... even control one of his men, let alone an entire house. I need to tell these guys to fuck right off. Well, it's what I was trying to avoid doing. I didn't want to necessarily say it in those way. That sounds rude. Um, <laughs> we can tell them that we uh, have urgent business and we can discuss and negotiate the transference of the Nexus upon our return. And until then, they can um, suck it. Xana <laughs> turns back to uh, Empator and, and uh, asks, what is this laws that you were referring to? It sounds different than the laws of Navarre. It is indeed. Our house follows a strict code of laws that we must abide by at all times. And if you are swearing to this deal then we will create that as a law within my book and he pats at his robe at some sort of pocket inside and then you and i will abide by that law so if, as being a part of the law and within your book that also makes me a part of house Relnar. make a perception roll xanner 
Ooh, mm. That's really low. That's Take low. a hero point, Xander. <laughs> I think I'm going to spend a hero point on that. All right. Because a 12 is really low. I only rolled a three. Uh, try again. That's better. 25. With a 25, you see him look incredibly uncomfortable. His composure, he looks really like he just got bad news delivered. <laughs> and he says, that would not be the case. There is a process of being a member of House Relnar, and there is a blood connection to the house. That would certainly not be the case. This would simply state what laws and actions we would be able to take if you were to break this deal. Okay. And, and again, oh. in your natural demise, which will be stipulated. <laughs> which will be momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how do you know that Antoria is dead? We have uh, we we have found out about the marker. We have reached out to your man, and he points at the ranger in your group. The marker. There was a marker found underground within the city. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe. <laughs> it points to the nexus. We tried to make a deal with your man, and he passed on it. And now we are at this juncture. But why, 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 why would that mean that Antoria is dead? Connect the dots for me. You said you get this nexus place, if it even exists, uh, when Antoria dies. Because the marker would not have been created if he was still alive. Oh. You are trying to imply that you have not been in the Nexus or that he has opened the door for you, and we know that is not to be the case. And so you, you are to trying to imply that no harm would come to any of my friends, although now twice you have attacked them in broad daylight. We have attacked sent no someone one. or sent an emissary to do it for you. You are mistaken. Okay, uh, everybody just calm down. I have an idea. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball ever. Wait, I have a scroll, I have a scroll. <laughs> Here's what the, you just mentioned, that being a part of House Relnar has its own set of rules and blood is involved, probably being a member of a family of the house. Interestingly enough, same rules apply to the Nexus key. You cannot possess the key without being blood related to Antoria. I happen to be a descendant and a relative of his. I apologize for what he may have told you and for how it may have been shared, but it was very clear. This was intended for me. Thank you for your time and your interest. The... <laughs> the other man, the younger man sitting next to him says, enough lies and two spells are fired off through this rain before any of you can react. One is blasted at Xanner in particular, known as the liar. And that is, uh, <laughs> that is a nine plus 
16, a 25 to your armor class. That will hit. A ray of cold frost uh, of some strength comes flying through and hits Xanner square in the chest for 17 points of cold damage. <sighs> Oof! Then the, that was the younger guy, Empator standing next to him, waves a hand. The rain starts falling down on the younger man and Empator lashes out with a big uh, acid arrow that slams into his younger friend and sends, let me double check the attack with a huge bonus yep, for being right next to him, hits his own friend and sends the younger wizard flying through the air with a massive acid sizzling on him and flying off and falling three stories to his death down below. Take that, bitch! Hold, hold. You s- seem to have trouble controlling your your family. <clears throat> I have not attacked you, and I have not broken that law. That was unfortunate. How many I would- unfortunates will we experience during this conversation? During our friendly negotiation. <clears throat> I apologize on behalf of that man. I would continue to like to make our deal, and then I will be on my way. Are you in agreement? No, Xander. No. Maybe if we can all become members of House Renar and... um... That is not how that works. (laughs) As I said, I feel it is only fair, as this was promised to us once before. We should be having it now, and I, I am agreeing to work. Do you have proof of that promise? Yeah. Under what circumstances was this promise made? He can, He says, may I, why don't one of you approach? And reaches into his robe and pulls out a small, thick book. Xanner uh, will go ahead and, and approach. All right. You do so. He holds open the book uh, before you, before him and to you, and you see words start to appear that are exactly a, uh, a, a handwriting, a beautiful handwriting that outlays a uh, an agreement that says, Antoria, upon passing, agrees to hand over uh, the control and mastery of the Nexus. And it has a uh, signature for Antoria and has a signature for Enpator on it. And what was it that Antorius received for for this deal? He says, "I he did it out of his respect for our house. I understand you may not know much of House Relnar, and I take no slight to that. I would expect over time perhaps you will come to share that same respect that Antoria had. Now then, perhaps over time, we'll choose to leave the Nexus to you. He slams the book shut, puts it in his robe, and says, very well, and walks into the boarding house and downstairs. Well, that went well. I probably should have taken care of that problem now. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Is it, was that the shrug that I just saw? 
Are you okay, Zenner? Um, yes and no. I'm a little conflicted. I feel like yesterday we really found this amazing place and that it belonged to us and that we were supposed to have it. And now it seems like it was promised away, but but we know that he could have just given him the key. He could have just gifted it straight to him, but he didn't. He left a marker and he left challenges and it had to be an elemental mastery that got to it. Now I saw him throw acid arrow, but I don't know if that was an elemental wizard. Does Jex know much about the magic of House Relmar? Uh, make a Mirskon lower roll. Making such roll. Ah. So that's a 13. All right, with a 13, you know they are a house that deals in magic, and that's all you know. Okay. And by the way, Iggy, you have a couple things in the party sheet to pick up. Um, yeah. There are better things than standing in the rain debating this, and I doubt uh, the house Romar will will be uh, waiting around themselves. They seem eager to possess the Nexus, or at the very least, seem very unhappy with the outcome here. They seem to not have a head on their own shoulders. But marching through the city at this point in time seems to be our thing to do. Um, And um, Renros will start regaining the lead and and taking us where we need to go. All right. You guys head down through the boarding house. Pre-moistened, you walk past the guy at the front door who pays you no attention whatsoever, and you walk out, and you guys are out on the streets. Jix, you had something you wanted to say to the poor man? Jix rings the bell as he walks by. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. Yeah. Room, 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 bottom floor there, just saying hi. All right. And you guys are outside the boarding house, and where are you headed? Um, um, to a... Um, what's his name? Andor- Andamore's? Andamore. All right. Andor? Six replies for you. All right, you guys head to Lord Ian. For once, we're all going to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't say his name, so... I'm going Uh, You guys are on your way there. You're trying to stay to some of the more... uh, Do we pass pass the body of that uh, wizard? Uh, He is not there, no. You look briefly and he is not there. Good question. (laughs) Got some looting to do. (laughs) That's all he thinks about. You guys uh, carry on uh, sticking to the back alleys type stuff to stay out of uh, sight of any people. Uh, You cross some roads and you're heading towards uh, the Elderbrook estate where Lord Endemore, your political contact, lives. On the way there, Idrisil, you spot as you cross a alleyway into a major street and heading towards another alleyway. You spot a little bird and see Yothane flying towards the group and realize Yothane is already on Sildren's shoulder and see this uh, bird flying towards the group awkwardly, almost out of control, and see it is not a bird, 
but a small little mini drake type dragon thing about the size of a chicken fluttering this way and fluttering right and fluttering and making its way in your direction as you guys are crossing this street um in anger in typical dragon fashion it seems to be barely in control flying does not appear to be in an attack mode that you can discern okay uh, as soon as it gets close enough, I'll like falcon call it to my arm, I guess. All right. See if, you see hold, if it comes. You hold out your hand and it comes flying right oh, You're going to want a glove for that. <laughs> <laughs> it grazes your hand and smacks into the window of a store that you're just walking past with a big thud, hits the ground and turns into a man. It is a oh. man you've never seen before. He looks like he has very little thin hair sticking off. He's wearing a, uh, a, a fancy cloak on, and he shakes his head and says, Damn, that window came out of nowhere, and stands up and looks around. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, pretend you didn't see that one moment. And he scurries into an alleyway where you can't see him. And then he comes out. Behold, it is I, your new friend. I'm so excited to meet you. And he comes over and shakes your hand, Idrisil. Um, I'm assuming he does that like Trump thing, where he like takes my hand from yeah, me. Yeah, he forces it. In. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, 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 what's who are you? What's going on? What, hi, oh, oh, hi. Of course, of course. Uh, uh, I am I am Zodiev Gomi Lataxia Frundel, but everyone calls me Chamberlain, as in the Chamberlain of the Ar- Arcanist Society. Nice to meet you, Will. How you doing? Uh, well, you don't look nearly as impressed as you should be. I'm kind of a big deal. I Will I, I missed a, yeah. I missed a couple of those titles. Could you go over that again for me? A Chamberlain is what I'm called. Chamberlain of the Arcanist Society. Behold my power! And he holds out his hand, and a small fire slightly rises above his hand. Flame from nothing that does not burn me. Now you see my power. Yes, yes. Behold my gnome, Xana. I am a point <laughs> You're supposed to do the fire thing, Xana. Oh, sorry. Hi, fire! Oh! Impressive. And Second a cat summoned in front of the <laughs> druid. We my, my animal companion. My <laughs> uh, uh, how can I help you, friend? Uh, well, I, it was uh, I who I'm hoping to uh, share in a bit of uh, victory. I'm so excited. It was I who set you on the task to find the stone marker under the amphitheater. Is and by so? and by connection, the the nexus key, and then of course uh, the nexus itself. As and soon as he says the word nexus, I lose all smile and oh, okay. everything. I get completely confused. It's like uh, the what? Make a deception roll, Edersil, with a plus one. Okay. You really don't have a lot of time for this. Agree. <laughs> Deception roll plus one. 24. Uh, yeah. The, the Nexus, uh, you, of course. I, I sent you, I sent those guardians of Navarre. Uh, you should be uh, proceeding to heap your gratitude upon me. 
I'm I'm the one that gifted you this in in, in a way. Uh, the only thing I found in the sewer was a new outfit when I got back out of the sewer. Your 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 friend, the the gnome, the tinkerer, Tumblepot. I passed word to him. He was supposed to tell you about it. Oh, you know Phineas. Yes, Phineas. You can't just come out of the sky and expect me to know what you're talking about, mate. You haven't heard of Chamberlain before? He didn't really mention that name. Oh. He gave me a long list of things, and I just I couldn't really remember. He's but been... it, 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 it's nice to meet you. And it's nice to meet you. Uh, what was your name? I go by Idrisil. That's way too short of a name. Well, short and sweet, you know, to the point. Well, I'm simply here to share in the joy of you getting a hold of, of the Nexus and keeping it from the hands of House Romar. Those stupid idiots snubbed me years ago, and now I have returned the rudeness in kind, and I couldn't be happier. How do you mean you've returned the rudeness? Well, they, years ago, had no interest in me joining their house, and I didn't take kindly to that. I found employment elsewhere with the Arcana Society. I'm doing well, as I said, I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, but uh, They are kind of snooty about that. It's only blood, it's only your brotherhood, you know, like, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Oh, totally, completely, I completely agree. Idiots. Uh, but when I heard about uh, the, 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 the sewer workers who found this, I, I decided to set some things in motion and take what was valuable to them away from them, and I'm so happy. So I'm here to warn you, you may expect a visit from them soon. They won't be pleased that the Nexus has been coveted for so long, and it's now in hands of someone else. You know, Chamberlain, I could not thank you enough for that amazing, heartfelt warning. Timely. Just given me. Timely warning. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so why, why didn't you get the Nexus key yourself? I, I don't have an interest in that. I've got my work with the Arcana Society, and I don't want to be dealing with any finding of Nexus keys and any dangers with that. Heck, I heard there was some strange sentry uh, that was guarding the stone marker. I can't imagine what else has been involved in your, your efforts to find it. I don't have time for it. <laughs> Greed. It just, it just keeps hitting the button and just like, yeah, tell me about your sister who's lost. <laughs> you guys are in the back just like getting a little louder every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, just kind of give him a, okay, so maybe we could arrange uh, something at top uh, tumble pots later this evening tomorrow perhaps we're kind of busy right now as you can see we need, we need a couple to get, weeks uh, from now maybe we got we, some yeah, things we, to do we have to get going on a uh, on a uh, side quest if you will sure you uh, yes reach out to tumble pots is it a side quest that might be our main quest it could be the main quest we're kind of in the middle of figuring out which <laughs> is which right now so <laughs> can i join the arcana society <laughs> Uh, you you can certainly apply. It's certainly easier than House Relmar. I'll guarantee you that. Wait. But yes, I, I'd love I'd love some I'd love some company. We should definitely meet. Uh, you can find me at at our society or or Tumblepot, pre you mentioned. I think that would be excellent. We'll look for you at Tumblepots. 
Nice chatting. Wonderful. Take care. Yes. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, there's, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. I know a secret. I know a secret. One more nail in the coffin for Realmar. All right, all right, all right. Um, he, he gets a little quieter and looks around in the rain, making sure no one else is watching on this uh, street. Those wizards are always in some sort of disagreement about some stupid matter or another, you know, stupid wizard things. They've got two different leaders that are always in some sort of endless debate. And this is the reason for them always arguing in their rules is because long ago, the creator of the Nexus, a man whose name I can't recall, uh, he agreed at some point after his passing, the Nexus would belong to House Relmar. In exchange, he required something, and that was that he would be given a seat at the table of house business to keep those wizards somewhat in line. He never stipulated when the Nexus would fall into their hands after his demise, so now it belongs to you, which means the most stringent group of annoying wizards who I've ever met must follow their laws at all costs, must honor their law of the Nexus, whereby you, whoever has the Nexus key, now have a say in matters where House Romar cannot come to an agreement. F help us. What? I know, what a delightful wicked day. I've been hoping something like this would come along for a year now, and it's finally here. Wicked day <laughs> indeed. You guys, you guys. You said for a year Benros now? and Iggy are just down the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a year since when, since what? What happened a year ago? That's when they turned me down. But you now have the key. You have the, the, the nexus and you have an ability to be a tiebreaker there. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Cause whatever trouble you want. The more, the better. And he shakes your hand and shakes your hand and shakes your hand and shakes your <laughs> hand and shakes your hand. Shakes all it's your hands. been enlightening and pleasant running into you, sir. So well, nice I meeting you, Chamberlain. Yes, and I won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much, and I hope we do meet again. Drake! And he pulls into a little itty-bitty Drake, slams into a window, <laughs> and turns back into a guy. Straightens up, and then just walks down the road. <laughs> That's wow! an interesting bit of information. That's also a very man. irritating man. True. Well, Xanner, it looks like you have a a seat at the table of House Relmar. That's what I was going to ask him for anyway. We've already got it. Good thing we didn't have to sign any laws in that book, huh? I'm sure we will. Why do you think Relmar wants the Nexus so bad? Is there something we haven't discovered about it yet? I mean, oh, there's I mean, got to be something we've not discovered about it yet. It doesn't see. I mean, it's great for us. It's great. Uh, a living space, a great place to get out of this city. But why would a powerful house of this city need something like that? That, that can teleport those you teleportation anywhere. books by themselves have, uh, they're invaluable. Uh, you think a house of great wizards can't teleport uh, no, themselves? I mention that, the that Nexus was made. Books. 
Don't forget uh, the powerful artifacts. That's a good that point, Brennos. The Nexus was made out of out of power itself. Antonia harnessed that entire ocean of power to make the Nexus. If Realmar thought they could harness that same power, it'd be unstoppable. The ability to be hidden from their enemies as well as transporting anywhere on the planet could be quite useful to a house so dangerous. Yeah, I think all of those. So, something more on. to yeah, something more to think about in our travels. Let's let's get out of Mirskan, and Sildren will start heading towards the. Oh, um, we're still heading Yandamore. Yandamore. All right, <clears throat> you guys head to Lord Yandamore's uh, Elderbrook Estate, his nice estate. You are there and uh, knock upon the door. His manservant opens the door and says, yes. Josh, hi. Hello. We're back. We'd like to see Lord Yendamore, please. Uh, one moment. Thank you, Tommy. He closes the door, leaves you out in the rain. You stand there for a bit. Is it actually, is uh, Sildren will try the door. Is it unlocked? It is unlocked. He'll open it up and go inside and start to dry off. <laughs> would you mind waiting <laughs> out? And yes, <laughs> Lord Yendamore appears. And he says, gentlemen, oh, it is so good to see you. Please come in. Chumley, get them in and get them some dry clothes. What a mess. Come in, come in. It's good to see you, my friends. Lordy Endemore, it's been too long. It, it is, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, some things have changed of late, and I was hoping to chat with you. I, I had almost feared the worst, as I haven't seen you in some time. You were supposed to be staying here. We've had uh, several offers to stay in different places, including House Summerall, which has been very nice. We wanted to update you, and we're here for only a very brief visit. Here, we- uh, come, come, into, come into the meeting room so we are out of Chumley's earshot. And he takes you into his meeting room. Uh, warm towels are brought, some wine and some cheese, and Chumley leaves, and the door is closed. Chumley's earshot is only five feet. <laughs> yes, so uh, we were able to get a message to Senator Greyer, like we spoke about the last time. Uh-huh, yes. We, uh, go ahead, Soldier. I don't want to take it from you. You know what, what happened? Uh, we got a message to him, and that, that, yeah, like just like he said, that the, the, the wolf is returning. <laughs> Well, apparently this message did some good. Uh, As recently, uh, the Senator Greyer has just called for a special session of the Senate regarding growing, grow, he does quotes, growing rumors of King Feon being alive and well. This is a massive turn of events. We will have officially the name of the king brought up in the halls of the Senate after 20 years. The people will hear about their king from the mouths of their own senators. You've, been- you've, you've started this. This is amazing. 
and we'd like it to keep going. So we also needed to get your uh, a little information from you again about Lady Talmadrin. Oh, uh, what specifically? We need to know how to get to where she is and what would be, in your opinion, the best way to be ingratiated by her. Well, uh, he gives you the directions, which are exactly what Bren- Brenro says them out loud along with him. Uh, <laughs> See the last the, yeah, uh, to the vineyard outside of the city. Uh, it's about half a day to the east of Mirskon. He says, uh, Lady Tamadrin, well, first of all, I would keep my name out of it. She has uh, not responded well the last year or two with some of my pushiness about me trying to find where her loyalty lies. She loves the finer things in life. She uh, is a widow. She enjoys good company. She enjoys the company of young fit men. She enjoys uh, horseback riding, fine food, fine wine, uh, games. Uh, That's how she spends her time. I only see her from a few times a year when she comes in for a Senate vote of some importance where she always abstains as the voice of the lineage of the Feon name. Thank you. So that means you will be heading there soon. Yes, we have a business in Sarvid, but we we plan on making a, a trip to her as well. We need I to would, let everyone know that Feon is returning. That's an excellent idea. I would strongly suggest that. Approach her delicately, uh, but uh, she would be a, a, an, an incredibly important ally. I have just uh, recently sent out uh, two messengers, two of the wolves here in Mirskan, to see if they can locate King Feon and bring him here. Uh, their things are now in motion. Your arrival in town has agitated our em- en- enemies and uh, disrupted their plans. This is this is things are happening. Yendamar, exactly. Uh, you, you said it's been twenty years uh, since. Um, what, uh, King Feon was was here. A was long been, twenty years. Exactly twenty years. I don't believe so. Maybe a bit shy. Why do you Why do you ask? Not quite twenty years. Xander. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what was the date on that letter that we found yesterday? Uh, it was just over twenty years ago. Just over twenty years ago. Yes? Hmm. Seems too coincidental. Even though the dates might not be exact. Seems like something something might be connected between some things we know. I have a quick question for you, Lordy Endemore. Because Jix is rambling, do you know anything about Antoria? I... Recall the name, but I don't know from where. Is he someone I should speak to about what's happening? I'm afraid he's deceased, but he was a very, very powerful wizard or sorcerer who is, uh, we've learned much about from House Relnar, as well as the Arcana Society, and he had what was called a nexus. 
interestingly enough, he left the Nexus to us. We are now the keepers of it. However, he left it about 20 years ago. And that's what Jix is saying, is that he, when Antoria was gone at the end of his life, was also the time that Faeon had disappeared. We were wondering if you if you have made known a connection. Did I get that about right, Jix? I mean, that's what I was trying to say cryptically because I don't I don't know if you know everyone knows everything. I don't like being cryptic. I I I must admit, in all due fairness, I don't have a clear answer uh, for where the king has been. Uh, all these years, other than a important quest, as has been reported, uh, perhaps uh, you could visit this uh, Nexus place and see if he's been there all this time. Maybe. Nobody really knows where it's at, so it's like a needle in a haystack to find it, probably. Yeah, uh, more. Yes. How many wolves reside in the city, to your knowledge? Uh, I would, I would have to defer to Devere when I see him next, but our ranks are low. I would say less than a dozen, perhaps less than half a dozen. They have been hunting us down relentlessly for months. The more progress we seem to make, the more they push back. And I understand you're talking about some magical place, and I'm sure that's an interesting tale, but we need to focus on 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 the threat of returning the king, and that threat are our two most formidable enemies, House Nakor, with their considerable resources, and Senator Kethad, who presides over the Senate. He is now in a panic. He used to have unwavering control over the Senate, but you have reached out to Greyer, and now there is a rift between Kethad and the rest of the Senate. So he's now gathering ranks amongst the senators that are loyal to him, which is still far and away the majority by my count. I spend my days in the political circles trying to be this neutral voice, uh, but they have just now voted to put anyone pretending, he does quotes again, pretending to be King Phaon to death as well as any allies of such a hoax. They are really pushing this as though this is some sort of uh, deception, but really they're putting out any reason to kill Phaon who, if he arrives, and again, any of us. Which we may have a way to get him safely in the city um, when the time comes. Um, for now, we'll be somewhat circumspect, I'm afraid, of it. But when the time comes, we can discuss how we can get him into the city unseen. And if we showed up with his banner, there would be no question that he's not f uh, fake, but that he is actually King Phaon. Is that right? That is absolutely true. And I think the will of the people right now is on everyone's mind. That would help our side. I know that uh, Kethad, Senator Kethad is uh, putting a stop to all tax collection until winter, which is sure to garner him cheers from the masses, as well as throwing a, a silly competition called the commoner's law to brighten the people's mood. He wants to distract them from these rumors of the king. And he has just called his own private meeting between himself and House Nakor. 
<laughs> we have a fun guards... story about that. What's that, Sir Brenrose? And what of the guardsmen? The ones you would have the senators back. I don't see any coin going to their pockets. It must be hard to maintain such a that's my best assumption is that's why he's having this meeting uh i i i don't have a clear plan but i if there's any way we can create a wedge between senator kethad and the money from house nakor create a division between them put them against each other somehow i i don't have an idea they are too tightly entrenched in keeping the senate in power through the coin what if they don't have any more coin we might be able to do something about that. It's unlikely. I've been trying to think of a plan for quite some time. Nakor has the, the resources and the power behind that. The senator has the official power. They are a terrible combination. Is there a way to bring any debts or loans that House Nakor may have to bring them due soon? Because they may not have access to their, uh, to their, uh... We have the key to their vault! There is that. Janner <laughs> 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 doesn't like being, uh, <laughs> Janner's been, like, uncomfortable That's to right see as everyone's talking me. around at the whole I know. Like, I want to give Xanner a plus two to diplomacy, but a minus ten to deception. Permanently. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, yes, uh, that would be a, a fun a fun treat to uh, get the key to their vaults, but we need something practical. No, we have their key. We have the key to their vaults. They were apparently sending a messenger down to Azimir to create a copy of it because they needed, uh, they were afraid that everyone, some person would have too much power, but he was ambushed and killed, not by us but we were able to recover it off of his uh, dead body. And now it has been secreted away and it is completely secure. May or may not be damaged, but that's just another matter. You have the key to the most secure vault in all of Mirskan. Yes. Yeah, could you tell us where that is again? (laughs) Yeah, is it unguarded, I assume? It is incredibly guarded. (laughs) It is one of the most protective places, I think, in all of Mirskan. Uh, I'm I'm finding this hard to believe. Brenros, is this true? We're I've... full of surprises. We are the Lakshmish of Navarre. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new title! As the fates and Selene would allow it, it has happened that we have come across the key, as Xanner has mentioned. Yeah. It is just a, a powder keg that you bring to Mirskan, one that I'm grateful for, I, but I was not expecting to hear this news. We should ransom the key or something. This is amazing. No, no, no. no. My no, thought no. was uh, just let their resources drain out. By the time Phaon returns, there won't be any money, and if there's no taxes coming in, that means the Senate can't even govern. And by the time Faeon gets here, he will be a boon, a blessing. It'll, he'll be welcomed back in because the Senate will have collapsed on, on top of themselves. 
Perhaps there's ways for you to get whatever lenders have given money to Nacor to start to pressure them for for the return of their their capital. I like this plan a lot. I'm still stunned by it, but that is a good idea. I have some connections with some of the merchant guilds. I will put some political pressure, maybe something about the rumors of the king, and if there's time, now would be the time for them to collect in case any uh, there's any upheaval of any kind. They should collect their money now, putting pressure on the house. I like this. I like this. Perhaps it will bring the house all but down. Perhaps we could have Devar send ravens, pigeons of any kind, discreetly, of course, to to search for Veon. I just sent two uh, of of the wolves in the city to bring Feon in. Very good. A wise decision. Uh, yes, things are happening. He needs to be here and have some <clears throat> say. Uh, I know he's been trying to gather uh, momentum his his own way outside. I would say continue spreading the, the word of the Grey Wolf returning without getting caught because there's now the law in place. Get people connected to his name. Uh, I will continue to work within the political circles and work on getting financial pressure against House Nakor. That does bring up a sensitive issue. Um, I'm not sure how to bring this up. You have been Absolutely beyond. Take a page from Xanner's book and just out with it. (laughs) (laughs) Beyond expectations. uh, I will do my best. Um, This is a sensitive time. This is a powerful time. We have to be careful. And this seems like an excellent way to affect a house without them even uh, knowing that we are affecting them, which is a very good thing when dealing with a house. So that brings me to, as I have learned from my man Devere, that you also need to get yourself out from under the gaze of House Vass. It has come to my attention that they are certainly looking for what sound like people that match your description. And the last thing we need are those wretched people against us while we are trying to overthrow the Senate. Is it the kind of uh, uh, infamy that can be purchased away? Yes, but at a considerable sum. What I have heard is that you have offended one of the uh, uh, younger members of this, some would say, criminal organization. And. They're mistaken. I have almost. Let's stick with allegedly for now, but. (laughs) 18 Platinum would certainly not cover it. Uh, There appears to be quite a personal uh, offense from what I hear that this person, and I can't remember his name, uh, has taken uh, quite a a bounty out on your heads or the heads of these people, uh, dear Jix. How, How much? I don't know the the name. You'd have to ask. In, in your opinion, what if this so-called uh, person of House Vast was no longer a threat? 
then that would escalate things to their leadership, and then there would be no way to buy your way out. Uh, these people are not just criminals. House Vass is known for their dabbling in, how would you describe it, fiends. Uh, demons that they summon for some of their more nefarious purposes. I've seen their works. I am not pleased with it. They summon demons? As far as I know, you are dealing with a... Underling is too minor of a, of a word, but someone who deals more in the criminal enterprises. And if we can keep it there and somehow resolve it, I, again, I don't have a clear plan for that. But if it gets beyond that, then you're talking about dangerous assassins coming your way and horrific beings sent upon you, not from this world. Guys, where, where did we where did we drop that banner off? That was down in, in a the- warehouse. Who ran their warehouse? Long Pier. Uh, Relmar. Relmar? Or was it Nakor? Mmm. Nakor. Perhaps. It was Nakor. Yes. Um, uh, who have you heard this rumor about, uh, um, House Bash looking for people who, who may or may not fit or, or be similar to our descriptions? Uh, that came from my agent, Devere. You've met him before. Devere, right. You should have Devere uh, go visit um, a particular warehouse on Long Pier. Uh, what was the name of that warehouse? Oh. Ah, hang on. Matterson Trade Warehouse. That's the one? Just go see if there's anything there that could be of interest to perhaps House Bash or House Nakor. All right, Maybe I can... there's some information that both of them need to know. So I should send Devere there to look for this? Yes. Uh, or send House Nakor. Even better. An agent of House Nakor to find out what happened to their warehouse. Because there may be some items from House Vass that were incidentally left there. I Jerry, have you some. Just want to tell him what happened? Yes! Oh God! Yes! Thank you so much. <laughs> we took the banner that you gave us through the Endemore, and we placed it on the Nakor, the Corin agent's body, the one that we took the key from. He's wrapped up in the banner of House Vass, the same place that he was assassinated by a bunch of other things and died. There's another decor agent who fired on us as well, but he got peppered with arrows because he just sounds amazing. Yeah. What's <laughs> that? Is that kid uh, play? That? Yeah. I, I can say that uh, I, I my connections with Nakor are very limited, but I can certainly uh, find some excuse for them to uh, search that area. Yes, I can manage that. Sure, there's a bug you can put in someone's ear. Well, yes. I we, here. I here. This one? We put the banner. <laughs> there. No. We we put the banner in its in state horrible state with the the dead agent of House Nakor to hopefully give the impression that Vass had actually stolen the key of, of House Nakor. 
We're hoping that that rumor will continue to create a bunch of strife between the two houses. And perhaps bring Nicor and Vas to, to blows. It certainly uh, is worth uh, exploring. Um, I would also recommend uh, somehow getting this trouble from Vass off of your, oh, from uh, being over your head like a dark cloud. Well, don't you think something like what we just described might be a good sidetrack for them? It might be if this was business. I hear this is personal. I see. And what would satisfy a personal vendetta? With House Vass, I think it would be somewhere in the hundreds to perhaps a thousand in gold to the superiors who will then demand this uh criminal who is hunting for you call the dogs off it could be they're not hunting directly for us uh, close uh, enough I'm, i believe yeah. uh what else uh outside of some sort of magical wish to make the situation go away i, I can't think of anything but they know money. That yes. Would be something of value to them. Well, our lives have some value now. <laughs> Are we able to cough up enough to spare us all? No. Nicor maybe could on our behalf. <laughs> what do you suppose would happen if House Vass were in possession of the vault key? for house in the core. I can't even begin to imagine what that would do. That sounds amazing and horrible at the same time. Sounds really bad. Really, really bad. It's not a bad idea. But it is leverage to stop. Uh, it's just, again, I'm just throwing out an idea here uh, that would buy us perhaps enough capital to get them to um, leave us alone to get you us from under Lord the Andamore. eye. Uh, you did say, Lord Yandamore, that uh, the vault was well guarded. Yes. If Vass were to have this key, they would probably make every attempt to try to access this well guarded vault, spending their own resources and time. I think they would lose many resources and they would be foolish to do it but also they might be foolish to succeed. In my mind, Brenros is figuring warfare tactics in his head. If we traded that for reprieve, uh, dare I say forgiveness for the insult, I find it well matched. That is a huge gamble on the end result, but I, I, I can't say no to such an idea. Or would, would having another house have access to this vault and said riches inside this vault better our placement? It would create an all-out war if they were successful against those two houses. It could also lead to a lot of funds getting into the hands of House Voss 
and having them rise uh, greatly in power. That's what I'm saying. That sounds bad. I I agree. Not as fast as be any more powerful than it is. There's kind of a balance of powers right now. You could say maybe checks and balance, but uh, allowing allowing the the strong arm house to have also uh, nearly unlimited finances just seems seems After like the they worst fight idea. Ever. A grand war in a city, held oh. almost equally by other houses, but not equally by other houses, Sir Prendergast. Not all, but. We are talking that, but, but you do bring up a good point. That is true, and there are definitely um, risks involved. What other ways do we have to get House Vass to um, to forget our existence? It seems they only know coin. Is there any other way to get that much coin? I mean, Iggy seems to have an endless supply of it. He may have all that himself. <laughs> I do not have thousands. We could coins. try to open the vault ourselves and get what we need from it. Well, I don't think that's a good idea at all. I fear. If, if Vass already has us on a bounty and, and then Nakor would have the same thing, that just sounds like we're dead. Dead several times over dead. <laughs> I would rather I would rather die trying to save our lives than stay alive, giving more power to House Bash. Then let us find another path, Jix. Uh, how else can we accomplish this? I, I don't. As enticing as getting into the vault of Nakor is, I don't. I can't fathom how we we would accomplish that. Though it may not, though it may be possible. It would be practical in my mind. What if we just stave off these houses? We've done a good job of it so far until the king rises and then he will have the power to dole out whatever justice needs to be doled out. It sounds like before long, Iggy, we, more specifically you, will have fiends and devils to deal with that will be hunting you. Um, as it seems, House Vass has some access to these. Our, our friend here seems to think that it's just a minor offense by a minor person of this house, and he's the only one trying to find us right now. As much as I would love to take Montre's head, maybe keeping him alive, it's just him and his resources within the house looking for us. We've done a good job of keeping away from those so far, and especially if we leave the city for a while, without anyone knowing we've left the city, it could just die down. I'm okay with leaving the city. I think that's still a good idea. I f- believe at some point we will be battling a fiend for it if we don't deal with House Fast now, but there may be no alternative. And how can you leave the city when 
the, the king is coming. The, the Senate is, there's division. Things are happening. As we mentioned, Yandamore, we have to prepare for Lady Talmadrin so that she can make way for the king. Very well. And how many mounts can you get a hold of on short notice? We have four stabled. Yes, we have. <laughs> but how many? Right? We have horses. <laughs> I will never betray entropy. And unlate, but we can still, we may need multiple mounts to get to Savid as quickly as possible and get back in time. The, the more mounts, the quicker we can go. Uh, okay. A dozen I could arrange rather quickly. Or again, now we three back. Pretty sure it's the max speed of about 40, 45 miles. No, but just in case you guys aren't <laughs> understanding, if an unladen horse yeah. can go farther uh, than a laden horse, and then you switch between the horses, with two and then with the you coconut get... and a line. Yeah. <laughs> I know it you guys is, are thinking it is, it is a legitimate way to travel further with horses. The more mounts you have, the faster, the, the longer you can go in the shorter amount of time. I'll bring this up again, even though nobody seemed to like the idea. What if only two or three of us go to get this last chalice and the rest stay here to welcome the king or do what needs to be done for the I king to arrive? Brenrose has stated his need to go. Um, I believe from what vision I was gifted from Keth, I would wish to go to ret- to destroy the chalice. And we really need to get that banner so, th- so that the Senate doesn't start just killing old guys and trying to kill Phaon. We need to let him know that it's it really is the king. Also, there's the matter of tavernry that we haven't even talked about. What, what about tavernry? What's oh, going there's... on with tavernry? What happened in Tavernry? <laughs> it doesn't look like anything it used to. There's a there's a Renarian Brotherhood up oh. that's holding a strong arm over it, and it's it's terrible. They've enslaved the whole place. If Theon returns, I think that's one of the things he can deal with uh, yes, when he is in power. Let's one regime at a time. <laughs> I've got plans. No one listens to that. No. <laughs> So, the chalice or the banner? Or both. Or both. Or we get the chalice, get back, and then go after the banner. Um, Some of us travel to destroy the chalice. Some people stay in the city, and we make it back as quickly as possible. So, Brenros, myself, and perhaps one other. Well, it I say, seems I'm I say part of he gets out of the, the problem with House Fast. Unless Iggy stays in the Nexus and stays invisible from these fiends <laughs> and these I, other I'm creatures. I'm going to just hide out the whole time. Yeah, I'm going to start a well, group laugh as we all laugh at that comment. <laughs> I might as well go with you and Brenros and at least be helpful, possibly if it's needed. I'd feel really bad leaving Idrisil behind with Jix and Xanner, though. Not at all! <laughs> <laughs> the three of us are gonna go to Lady Tamadrin! <laughs> Look at Idrisil's face! 
Just give me that badge and I'll go to Lady's Home Entrance. Here, take some Bright Lotus with you. Please, please give me the Bright Lotus. I genuinely will take Bright Lotus and go to Lady's Home Entrance. Happily. Okay, then. We're going to split apart. <laughs> All right. Hold yeah, on, no, let's mark in this moment in, this, in the campaign. Yeah, yeah, if we yeah. can find this moment when it all happened. There is something to be aware of, though. This is the time. It's going to take time to get there. There's a very good chance that uh, it may not even be there anymore. This is out of character, Bren Ross. <laughs> I couldn't tell by your voice. Voice I change. just want. I just want. <laughs> I just want to say, because there's every possibility to take two, three people out, and it's a week there, week back. That's a long time between and then for transition time. So um, I'm fine going to retrieve the chalice. I don't think it works time wise. Period. My my only thing is this: is that. Uh, Lady Salmadrin is on the way to the chalice. Maybe not the banner, but if she's only at the vineyard, I don't see why we need to split up for that. Or is at least, the, no, if unless vineyard, we all don't need to be there. Is the vineyard north or south of Mirscone? It it's like half a day's ride. Half so okay. It's half a day's ride, so it's pretty much on the way to some yeah, need more. And it's on, the, on the way to anything. Four to six days out, if I'm correct. Is that right? Yeah. And if we have multiple mounts and travel as quick, <laughs> seriously, um, how use the highway speeds? Use the, make sure we're in the carpool lane the whole time. <laughs> Keep your foot off the brake. <laughs> <laughs> One bathroom break. <laughs> no, Xander, we already stopped. Ah! <laughs> Here's a bottle. Yeah. Here's a skater aid bottle. Flask. <laughs> so so my question really is who's not going to Lady Tom Adrin and where are you going? Because Lady Tom Adrin, as far as I see it, is the next stop on the way to either one of these destinations because it's only half a day. Well, so, I guess the question you're is not going, are we going to split up? And yeah. so us go, a couple of us go for the chalice while the rest do other things. That's really kind of our first question here. To be determined after going to Lady Tomodrin. Is that not correct? Well, well, what I'm saying is whoever doesn't need to go to Lady Tomodrin can just go to the next destination with their group. No, no, no. You're saying it wrong. Tomodrin. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Reading those books again, Bren Rose. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, but whoever wants to go to either the banner or the chalice, you know, Iggy doesn't necessarily need to be there for Lady Talmadrin, who only cares about the finer, you know, like Iggy's not going to do much. How dare Tom. you? I would assume. How dare you? <laughs> we have well, to he just first in getting Iggy out of the town. Yeah. Okay. So for me, the party splits now. That's my assumption. If we split, we split now. Macking his microphone for for uh, effect. <laughs> effect. Now. Okay. 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 I got it. We all leave. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Period. Bye, Andamore. <laughs> 
Was there more, Xanner? <laughs> oh, sure. So, so, so let- He's waiting for these shut up Xanners. <laughs> <laughs> the shut up that never came this time. He doesn't know what to do. I want to hear the plan first. They're still listening. Okay, so we all leave. We get out of town. We go to tell Madrin. We all go to tell Madrin, and, and we'll work on it. So you've got your bright lotus. You've got your your elfiness. I've got my badge. Like we can have a really good conversation in time, and we can let her know how important it is. And from there, we'll let her know that we have the final missions for the king to really make it clear. We're gonna go get his banner and go go uh, uh, solidify uh, with uh, 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 Sir Brenrose's queen and finish her quest as well and complete the chalices that way bringing the two together so that they can be a part of the support and then we'll tell her that it'll be this really really good conversation then we'll go do that if we have to we'll split up if we need to but i think we should all go get the chalice get the banner get ourselves back to mirskan and welcome Phaon like the champions of the, of the great wolf Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that would mean we would be gone from this city, though, for quite a while. And yes! more, do you know, do you have any idea where the Grey, I know you're sending people to look for him, but do you have a suspicion of where he is now? A thought? And how uh, far away? Uh, that is the concern, and that has been the crux of this whole plan, you have been the most recent information I've received about the king, and obviously that is old information. Um, Our best guess is uh, somewhere to the east or perhaps even uh, northeast near the um, Shepherd's Dell or Edlin home area. We have heard rumors of being there or perhaps more east, which I hope not because it would be further out beyond Tabernary. And then we're looking at three or four. We are perhaps a whole month before he arrives. Uh, if I if I have my fingers crossed and with Soline's blessing, he will be here in two weeks and we can begin. But I, I just don't know. If I know something, I think it'll probably be somewhere around when we get to level 10. <laughs> hey, Tom, in the looking through all of the books, the teleportation books, um, is there a one of the places close to Shepherd's Dell and or um, I guess east of Tabernary, which would be Authoray or whatever the hell it is? Uh, negative to both. That would have all been West Navarre. And there's, there's nothing in West Navarre that we could see. Uh, it's more Navarre. central Navarre. Yeah, in between not. Shepherd's Dell and the capital city of Ivoron, there's not really anything. The, oh, right. right. Uh, right. Ranger, everyone. <laughs> I was hoping for one of those obelisks where we could bring the king in through the Nexus. Well, that was Idrisil's thought is if we are going north, why don't we just take the northern Varen book and kind of look through find out the, the locations and see which ones might be suitable for um, travel and stuff. But that's that's why I asked if there was a map in that conservatory, but that moment passed. Um. So what are we doing, guys? Oh, I know! We leave! <laughs> Did you hear any of that? Yes, you said that, Zana. I'm smashing <laughs> stuff like a... Mr. Yandemar, sir, thank you for your time. 
Of course, uh, and I, I'm so excited about all the news you've brought, and I will do my part as well, and I hope to see you again in good health, and uh, we've moved forward, and perhaps we might have a visitor in town to meet with. See you when we see ya. All right. And we head out. All right, as you head out, he does uh, call out one more thing. He says, uh, uh, Sir Brenros, uh, a moment, if, if you would. Oh, uh, of course. He pulls you aside and says, a uh, young squire uh, visited uh, the other day. He had heard of uh, a knight from his order. He came from Lanbury home. He was uh, asking about you and said there was some urgent business that needed your attention. Is this young squire with you now, or did he return to Lansbury? No, he returned to uh, uh, the Lansbury location. I see. Well, thank you for bringing it to my attention. It was my uh, hope to go and stop by the home before I left. Of course. Well, best of luck. What time is it? Uh, it's morning time, 10, 11 in the morning, 10 in the morning. You guys are all outside. It's a little drizzling. If we go get the horses now, we can be at, uh, at the, this lady's place uh, by end of day. Some urgent business has come up, and I may need to stop by my orders home before I leave. Great. We've all been very interested in visiting. Let's go. Well, you have to be a <laughs> Didn't we just say we gotta get out of town? I just received because word. demons. This is uh, this this is important to me. I can meet you later. We can meet up later if you like. But uh, this is your quest. This is an this, episode of Plane Trains and Automobiles. This is yeah. like four hundred years earlier. This is all uh, all all uh, important business. Go ahead and do my quest. I'll catch up when I can. <laughs> so let me ask this. Where is Brenros's guild house or uh, temple or whatever? It's in Thale, I think, right? And we're in Thale? Right? With uh, Ian Demore's Yeah, Yeah, let's just there stop is. there on the way. Why not? All right. Just stand outside <laughs> while Brenros <laughs> does his... Why not? There's no demons looking for us right now. Or assassins. It's fine. It's Let's do what Brenros wants to do. They're only looking for me, little buddy. Well, we're doing what Brenros wants to do anyway. We might as well take a minute and see if the chalice is still there. We don't oh, know what this news could be. nice little bow over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that'll happen. Yeah, really. <laughs> Here's 10 other things. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, no, actually with this, uh, it, it would allow me to uh, to uh, at least make contact with my queen, inform her of our progress, which I've been very lax lately and I really should express that in the apology. <laughs> well, that is important then. We'll come with you. No, 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 you all stay really, you should be members. Uh, okay, and off we go. All right, you guys head uh, down a couple streets, uh, still in the nice part of town in the Thale District, and you arrive at a place known as Lanbury Home. This is 
uh, a location for the Knights of the Order of the Vigilant to uh, find rest. It's the Knights don't have an official order here. They are from another kingdom, but they do have a house that they own here. Uh, Sir Brenros, you have been here several times in your occasional diplomatic message delivering um uh, adventures here before you know this place well it's it's a spartan affair you approach and it is well 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 look who we have here sir aldermain renrose still in miss gone i see renrose <laughs> don't correct me do you really feel that you belong in this house? We already know your shortcomings. We know that you are nothing but a pet sent about looking for what? Some stupid cups? Our queen sent me here, of course, on exceptionally important business. I'm actually on my way to go meet with the Senate right now. My squire is getting it ready. What on earth are you doing here? And why do you smell so awful? <laughs> Sir Kendall, a, a member of the Order of the Vigilance, is here, much to your surprise. <laughs> much to my surprise. Well, had I known you would be here, I would have greeted you proper. But it seems, per usual, you are without decorum. I do appreciate that you are coming by to check up on uh, the rest of the township. The Queen has you talking to the Senate? That's correct. Very interesting. Very important. Not some silly quest to get me out of the way. As you know, those silly cups represent some of the highest virtues of our order. The holy ones, the ones you should be upholding. No, I am quite honored to be upholding this simple, silly quest, as you call it. I will, of course, convey your messages when I do uh, speak with the queen after obtaining the last of the cups. And, oh yes, I'm on the last of the cups. Well, fully for you. with uh, all due respect. And Renros nods and walks by Sir uh, Kendall, was it? Yes. A little right. alpha male, like, shoulder push <laughs> on each other. No, it's, it's, <laughs> you can't really do that. You, you still use lodestone in the armor, so you... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be connected. <laughs> Uh, you walk past Sir Kendall and his squire mount up on fancy, extremely well-groomed horses and trot off at a beautiful little pace and uh, head off into the uh, even richer part of the city. You walk up to uh, the squire named Edmund. This poor young man is the only person based in Mirskon, and he lives here pretty much by himself until one of you knights who never, ever visit visit and he sees you approaching and he is uh comes up and says uh, sir brenros uh, you're here 
Sir Edmund, or Edmund, sorry, excuse me. Uh, I wish. You have been keeping the uh, property very well. Oh, uh, thank you. Are you going to be staying for a while? Uh, Not long. Uh, Have you been suffering his company for very long? Pointing to Sir I shouldn't. I shouldn't say anything poorly about a member of the order. That'll be just fine, though. You, I can see in your face. He has been here long enough to agitate. All the uh, same, you are doing fine work. Yes, thank you. Uh, you had some urgent business, and I hope that wasn't it. Uh, no, uh, far from it. Uh, I, I I received a word recently from the uh, Church of Soline. They had uh, a very pressing business uh, and needed to speak with a knight of the Order of the Vigilant uh, uh, right away. Apparently, this comes from the, the high priest uh, here in the city uh, uh, in particular. Uh, and he needed uh, a knight uh, to come at their earliest convenience uh, since... Uh, uh, Sir Kendall said he was too busy, uh, and I knew you were in town. I, 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 I found you. As far as uh, weighing the uh, outcomes and, and priorities of things, where did the temple priest sit with the queen? Is it a society that's divided where religion is very high? and politics or is one reign over the other the uh the church of soline is the official church of your kingdom of calivier uh so they hold quite a bit of sway and power there for certain um here you obviously have a lot of respect for the clergy and the priests and priestesses but uh they are not part of your kingdom, so there is a little bit of a distance, if that makes any sense. You don't report to them in any kind of way. Okay. Edmund, did they disclose to you what it is they actually needed? I am on important business. In fact, you're going to be taking a letter here. Oh, uh, yeah, I can absolutely take a letter. Um, Nothing uh, was given about it other than uh, it came from the high priest uh, himself. be drafting two letters then one to the uh, priests and one for the queen all right was there a gist of the letters you want to gist give of the letters will be that the uh, i've acknowledged receipt uh this is to the priests that uh you have requested to see me unfortunately i'm detained with other business of high duties uh, and can respond at uh, another time unless you are able to tell me what it is you actually need that I can assist with uh, by sending me a return note in some fashion. But I'm required elsewhere. That's the gist. Goes a little bit longer, a little bit more frilly, befitting the priest. Okay. Uh, the more Queen's than 240 letter. characters. What's that? More than 240 characters. More than. Uh, and the Queen's letter is um, lots of uh, frill, but essentially recounting the collection and destruction of the cups thus far, and informing her that uh, the last one uh, is soon to be destroyed, as I'm heading there now. 
uh, Edmund takes those letters. Uh, I will make sure these are delivered uh, the next time uh, um, uh, 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 messaging uh, comes and goes from the city. And I will deliver myself the message of the high priest. Where is this, um, the temple of Selene in Mirskan? Uh, it's just just down the road, not not far at all. Uh, uh, it's it's the the tall building with all the work being done on it. You wouldn't want to just swing by there, Brenrose, and find out what they wanted on the way. It's on the way out of town. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Why, yes, that sounds like a fabulous <laughs> I should, I should really hand these myself. He can't a letter that says, I cannot come. Uh, send we'll, more info, please. We'll, yes, send more info. We'll need another, uh, another letter. Uh, well, if, if we have time, I can stop by there. The, the, Colonnade is in the colonnade. Yes, colonnade is a uh, very religious part of town. It has uh, that's where the archives of Carahel are that Brenrose <sighs> has spent some time studying. There are several uh, temples, and including the largest temple of them all, the Church of Soline. It's not really on the way out of town, though. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious what these people want. There's no entr- entrance or <laughs> exit along chicks, that wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, if the group is swayed by this, but uh, I've already written the letters to dismiss myself from service here. So if it's a the high priest wanna... himself, Brenros. <laughs> high priest, queen. <laughs> Actually, queen. <laughs> Perhaps we can, maybe what he needs is in Sarvid, for all we know. Had you told Brenros of your dream? Yeah. (laughs) What dream, what dream to be specific, just to recall? Uh, That was a dream that Sildren had with, uh, he believes it was Keth in the form of a bear who came to him in a vision. Uh, and there were three cups at the time. There were still three remaining chalices, and then uh, basically blackness started flowing from them, overflowing, and um, destroyed Soldier's sense of peace. And um, they, you know, uh, basically said that the darkness was coming. Um, uh, then, with that, Brenros will approach Soldier, putting a hand on his shoulder. You had have the trust and ear of one of the gods and it involves the cups you are in the same uh, same quest as I I am and you pledged your service to this I would hear what you have to say if you believe that we need to diverge to this high priest I would accept it it would take an hour to go speak with him and find what he needs and if it's you know that perhaps it's something that is on the way something that we can do after at least he will have known that you have heard him and whether he can rely on us or not 
Then with that, uh, Brynros takes up the second letter of Edmund, or the first one that was drafted to the priest, and we'll tear it in half. Oh! And we'll walk out the door. Did I do something wrong? Okay, you walk out the door. <laughs> this is your fault! Your penmanship! <laughs> <laughs> Demoted to subsquire. It's fun again. to say, actually. Alright, uh, Brynros, you are heading off to the Church of Soline here in town, is that correct? Church of Soline, yeah. Uh, by yourself, with others? Sildren will come. Okay. The two of you head off to the temple. This is the Church of Soline. This is the... As we're on the way, you see yes, go ahead, edgy yes, uh-huh. today, Ben Rose. Is everything okay? I um, An unfortunate emissary has come across a path. Nothing serious, just... An uneasy rivalry, if you will. Hmm. One who doesn't think very highly of the services. Let's see, you seem just off today, even before the visit to your your guild hall. Are you sure you're all right? It concerns me greatly that so much time is passing when these cups are out there. Then let us visit. I'm sorry, carry on. Oh, no, that was it. And let us. No, really, that's it. <laughs> let us visit this temple and then beat us our To the temple, then. All right. You are at the uh, Church of Selene. Selene is the uh, goddess of, of duty, of responsibility, of loyalty. Uh, she is the primary goddess of the kingdom to the east that you're from. She is also the primary goddess, the biggest temple here in Mirskan. You see, uh, you've been here before. There's lots of scaffolding uh, and lots of work being done and tiles being inlaid. And there's engravers, just dozens of people all up on this 40, 50 foot uh, face of the building doing all sorts of amazing work to make it just look phenomenal and then probably a year or two's time uh, from now. You walk past all that, uh, the two of you do, and you are uh, greeted by some priests who motion you towards where you can pray. Uh, You pass on word that you were um, uh, summoned and a striking older woman approaches wearing the uh, garbs of a priestess of Soline. And she walks up and with a warm hand takes uh, yours in both of hers and says, Sir Brenrose, is it? I don't easily forget a night of the vigilant. It is an honor to be here. You may not remember me, but I have seen you here at the church before. You were here several months back and I believe you even made a sizable donation here just uh, about a week ago. Donation is inconsequential, but I am glad it would be put to good use. Well, we are grateful for your duty to your kingdom and the aid you provide, Navarre, and the honor you provide, Goddess Soline. How may I be of service? I had received a request for summons to the elder priest. Uh, yes, High Priest Paislin is his name. Uh, uh, yes, uh, come with me. I will take you to him immediately. May my friend join us. 
she turns to the druid and says, it might be best if you remain here, but uh, they have created a special section for uh, valued guests and points to a an area that's a, like a uh, like a, a theater balcony seating area that overlooks the main uh, prayer area that's I don't know, VIP seating and the higher price at Ticketmaster type of a situation. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, Priestess, but um, I have traveled long with my companion, Sir Brenrose, and would choose to remain with him. She says, oh, I completely understand. Uh, uh, that would uh, be unacceptable, I'm afraid. And I mean no offense to you in return. So be it. And Soldier will back off on that. All right. She escorts you uh, up several flights of stairs. For some reason, I was going to say take an elevator. I don't know why that was in my visual head. No idea why. <laughs> she takes you up several flights of stairs, uh, asks about uh, some of your travels, uh, but doesn't pry, and takes you to this very expensive uh, waiting room with huge double doors that are ornately uh, carved with images of the goddess Soline. There's uh, some statues just outside. You can see your face in the shininess of the of the floor. It's been waxed uh, so well. Um, she knocks on the door. It cracks open. She whispers some words to someone inside, and then she uh, the doors close. She stands by you and says, "It'll just it'll." Just just be a moment. You wait patiently. She um, uh, introduces herself as Sana, uh, S-A-N-A, and again asks about some of your um, your escapades. But uh, some time goes by, and the door opens, and you see a higher-ranking priest is there, and she says, please go right in. And she stays uh, behind and heads back downstairs to look in on Sildren while you are beckoned into the chambers of High Priest Paislin. Inside here, you see there is a huge desk that is way oversized for this uh, room. The room, again, is gorgeous. There are um, paintings that have frames of silver, and there are tapestries with tassels that look like they're wrapped in gold little filaments. Um, it looks amazing. You see there are about four priests of some stature that all nod respectfully and uh, take a position behind uh, the high priest who sits at his desk and does not rise and kind of sits there lazily as you come in. Is there anyone who's doing an introduction or is it just a quiet waiting? There is no introduction. He is, the high priest is just kind of sitting there and he lazily holds out a hand. Uh, I'm assuming I'd pull my helmet off before. All right. So uh, having it under arm, very Roman-esque, uh, I try to perform the uh, the official greeting for this uh, this priest. What would be normal for a knight meeting a priest of the statue? That would be uh, your choice. That would be a uh, going down to one knee briefly, or you could go more informal and shake the hand, or you could go uh, over the top and kiss the hand. Uh, I will uh, take the hand and take the knee quickly. All right. 
he says, uh, rise, rise, Sir, Sir Brenrose. It is, uh, it is an honor to meet you. It is, uh, it is, it is good to meet uh, a knight of the Order of the Vigilant. I am quite honored to be amongst such, uh, such as you. But I do have to ask, how can the Order of the Vigilant serve the Temple of Soline and oh. its elder priest? Uh, right to business, then, I see. I, I will skip the introductions. He smiles to his other priests behind him who just smile back. Uh, I will get to it, then, as I'm sure you are busy. Uh, there is a, a movement creating some inconvenience here in our grand city. A movement from people that call themselves the wolves. They are an insignificant lot, but an annoying group of people. Perhaps you've heard of them? Heard mention of them, yes. Well, there are several important members of the Navarran Senate who have made donations to the church. Uh, very, very sizable donations, as you can imagine, uh, in return for us denouncing these wolves and showing the people of the city the dangers of these terrorists and so on and so forth, I'm sure you can imagine. Brynerus remains stoic, but... All right. <laughs> I don't he doesn't know what to read of it, nor does Tom. Well, uh, as a knight from Calivier, is not common to have a man of your honor in the city. Uh, it would be uh, valuable to have you lend your support to our cause. I, I know you're busy. But sharing just a few words would make a world of difference to us here. I see. As I understand it, you have some support you're looking to gain. Uh, I do appreciate being summoned here. Well, then that I am glad to hear. There's a special ceremony then in just two days with members of the community, important folks, and some of the senators themselves coming to the ceremony here within the church. Having you stand before the congregation to speak of how you are you know, actively working to hunt down these wolves. Uh, that would be wonderful. You don't actually have to do what you say, uh, obviously. Just showing your support as an ambassador of Calivier is more than enough. I appreciate the invitation, Elder Priest. The Queen has had me on another errand at this time. I would not be able to attend this uh, gathering. This gathering is of uh, a great deal of social importance. And as I mentioned, there is a, quite a matter of, 
of some financial exchange happening that would be uh, poorly thought of if, if you didn't make an appearance. As uh, it turns out, I happen to find that uh, another knight of the order has made his way here. Sir Kendall has actually stepped into the grounds. Perhaps he would take up such a feat. Uh, we, we have reached out to uh, this Kindle and have not been able to make contact, and yet he is here quite you that are. Way. Uh, somewhat, uh, it is unfortunate that he is not uh, able to be as reliable as you would hope him to be. But the Queen's business is pressing, and with the greatest respect to you, Elder Priest, uh, that must be the principal concern that I have at this time. You see a little bit of more energetic light in his eyes. And he says, I uh, would make a very excellent ally to you and to Calavier, you understand. And with all due respect, I would make a dangerous enemy. So why don't you rethink your choice and try once more? The Church of Soline has my utmost devotion. The Queen has my loyalty. Her matters are pressing. It's growing furious in his eyes. Sorry. I, <laughs> with the greatest respect to you, Elder Priest, I will take my departure, but with all loyalty and respect <clears throat> I wish you a good day you do not take your departure without my leave you do not defy me within the walls of my own church and he lashes out in anger with divine magic against you Sir Brenrose ouch you are blasted with searing holy magic, much to the surprise of the priests behind him. Make a fortitude saving throw, please. Oh, crap. He's the high priest. <laughs> <laughs> Even Xanner feels it. Right. <laughs> it stings. Fortitude saving throw. Please. Please, indeed. <laughs> I'm going to uh, re-roll that with a hero point. Yeah, that seven is a little low. There yeah. you go. A 31. Woo! With a 31, you take a huge blast. Wow, 31's fantastic. You take a huge blast of energy. You are thrown back about 15 feet out of your chair, are sliding on your back, and you have taken just one point of electrical damage instead of the massive amount I just rolled. And you stand there almost completely untouched. You pat, you pat yourself trying to figure out what giant hole is in your chest and what the heck just happened. <clears throat> and you see where you were sitting moments ago 15 feet away as you were pushed back is a silver outline of a golden image of the goddess Soline wielding a sword and shield that shimmers there 
having absorbed the magic herself, and then that fades instantly away. The high priest. What is this? What? What is? What illusions have you cast? What is this devilry? And his priests start grabbing him and pulling him away from his desk. And one's rushing to you, throwing out their hands like, no, 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 don't do anything. And they are pulling him out of the room as he is screaming, what is he done? And we will stop there for tonight. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone, for uh, checking us out. Don't forget to uh, check out us on uh, GloriousBards.com for all our social media, as well as Patreon.com slash Bars if you want to support the show. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.